Oh, goody. I know. <laughs> They're really excited. They're so excited. Just like I am. Are you? Because you seem way mellow. I Yeah, I'm in a weird space, but we'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> she used up all her energy running across the street. Yeah, I was She running. tried to jaywalk. I tried to jaywalk, and it was like... Because it was just like, there would always be like one car that would ruin it for yeah. me. Well, and the light wasn't working when I crossed. Oh, really? Like, I pressed the button, Annoying. and I waited through two rotations, because I was a little early or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, I guess I'll wait for the next rotation, and it never, I never got an arrow. Yeah. See, whatever. I didn't wait for it. I just like... Once I got to the intersection, well, a break a, happened. It's a really dumb intersection. I don't know if you are familiar with the Sunset Gardener situation, <laughs> Vanessa. I don't feel like I cross that street nearly as often as you guys True. do. So. Um, so if you don't press the button, you will get a you'll get the hand. No matter what. No matter what. Even though nothing if you press the button and you get the walk, nothing has changed with the light rotation at all. Yeah. It's but not like, longer. It's not Yeah. It's just like, like fuck you dumb pedestrians. You exactly. Button, you don't get to go. I once got into sort of a fight with a friend when I didn't want to cross when it wasn't a little walker person. Oh, why? Because you were afraid of a jaywalking ticket? Afraid and I just like we she's are not in a hurry. Like a, she's like an adamant rule follower. I'm like, not surprised mm, about that. Yeah. And uh Lauren, who is probably listening, <laughs> uh got really annoyed at me. <laughs> she was over it. Really? But it was like and I wasn't as fam- right now. I'm more intimately familiar with that light, and she's right. Mm-hmm. There is no difference. But yeah, I can wait for. A, I mean, what kind of? I'm not a surgeon. I yeah, can wait for the light to turn. It's um. Someone cares if they're there. If I'm five minutes late, everybody's up. not even five. Ninety seconds late, everybody's cool. It's fine. What's yeah? You're not rushing. You're not yeah. like putting your gloves on. Right. Exactly. She didn't have to scrub it yeah. before no. yeah. podcast. Guys, I didn't even wash my hands before this podcast. Whoa, dirty hands. No, I mean, I watched them this morning, <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, I, like, I'm okay with jaywalking. I just usually like to, like, be real sure that the car situation is handled. Yeah. But, like, I have a friend that, um, like, moved out here from New York recently, and she'll just, like, bloop, oh, yeah, like, yeah. right out. And she's like, they'll stop. And I'm like, listen, the car thing here is like yeah they won't stop they won't stop so you Mm -hmm. need to like this isn't as much of a pedestrian culture like you need to yeah cool it you're not the boss and she's like whatever but also i think she kind of secretly wants to get hit by a nice car so that she can get well as someone who was recently hit by a very nice car oh my gosh it doesn't end well it doesn't end well yeah i was hit by a maserati but they drove away they drove away yeah they just left me on the side of the road so you just were like screwed back to my house yeah and then hobbled to the er Holy shit. Yeah. And I kept being like, I'm going to find him and I'm going to sue him and I'm yeah, going to Yeah, yeah. No. She Holy still has to shit. work. Yeah, I still have to work. You still have to work. Yeah. And I had to go through six weeks of rehab and nobody helped me pay for that. So you were just totally screwed. Yeah. Just fucked over by a really expensive car. That Maserati probably wasn't paid off. I don't know. And the police were, I was like, well, it was a Maserati. Like, you should be able to find Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out. But I live in Beverly Hills and the police were like, oh, honestly, they're like a dime a dozen out here. Like, yeah. We're never going to find them. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm sorry that happened to you. It was really shitty. It was yeah. really shitty. But it's cool. Made it through. You made it's it through. Now. I mean, hopefully that person is racked with guilt. That's what I kept saying. I kept saying, I hope that they, because they didn't see me get up. By the time I got up, they were gone. Like, yeah, no yeah, brake yeah. lights, no nothing. So I Whoa. Kept, they were just gone. Because it took me like 30 seconds to be right, like, right. I'm not dead. I can move. I can sit up. I can stand up. I'm okay. Yeah. Um, and this happened in Beverly Hills. Yeah. And so they didn't see me get up. So for all they know, I'm dead. 
So I feel like maybe oh. that haunts them mm-hmm. and makes them make better decisions, and now they're a better person because of it. Yeah, thus making the world a better place. That's oh my gosh, that's what I'm you're gonna go so with. you're like a justice person. I am like the gypsies. I am a vengeance person. Like, I was already planning in my head. I was like, okay, you know what? I bet you I could find them for her. I will find them. I will, like, put a holographic projection of you up and, like, have you haunt them. Yeah. For real. That would be amazing. Um, I don't know that they – because I didn't see them. I didn't see the yeah. plane on the car. And there really are a lot of Maserati. Okay, but we're ahead. using this opportunity All right. to spread the word if you drive a black Maserati. Okay. Or dark. I feel like or it dark. might have been dark brown. There's someone who drives oh. a dark brown Maserati in my neighborhood. <gasps> it's an old man. And now every time I walk by a Maserati, I like yeah. stare yeah. them down. And this man refuses to make eye contact with me. And so now I just oh. mad dock him every time okay, I see him. I'm uh, like, do you, you like, put honestly, a pin in this and just go yeah, uh, harass I that man? I told the police and they were like, yeah, that's not how we solve crime. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to go find this guy and just ask him. Just ask him. Did you hit me with a car and then drive away? Do you feel real bad about it? Or like, hello? Like, did you? And then if not, I don't mind doing it. I'll forcibly grab him and drag him to the police station. <laughs> like an old man. Better for me. I can easily overtake him. I kind of, okay, back to what we were saying before. Now I don't want it to be this old man because this old man has proof you're alive. I'm oh, back to my, my original theory where sad. I want it to be Matthew Perry. Oh, yeah. And I want him to have horrible luck for the rest of his life. So now, like, any celebrity I see in a Maserati, I'm like, oh, it was Matthew Perry hit me. Wait, so why Maserati? Perry? Because he drives a Maserati. He drives a Maserati. (laughs) Maserati. Oh. (laughs) And then I'm going to get that Franz money. I know. Oh, my God. There's a deep well. Yeah. Some Studio 60 cash. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Get some of that runoff. (laughs) (laughs) Runoff? Like Donnie. I didn't I, I was about to say P, but I didn't. I don't want to revisit that again. Get some of that runoff P from Matthew Perry Studio 60. Wait, if Matthew Perry was like, hey, we could just be friends. And then the rest oh my of God, his life, I'll let he would you invite be you to every event like, he gets he invited was like, to. Sorry, hit you with a car. Can yeah. we be friends? Fuck no. No, the... that's fucking insane. Man. Okay, no, but his yeah. settlement is only 50 grand. What? No, I get more impossible. No, I'm telling you. I, okay, I in see this the future. World, it is I told 50. you. I was like, I talked. He to a has lawyer. way better lawyers than you. Fifty grand. Fifty grand or invitations to every party Matthew Perry gets to go to for the rest of your life. You don't get invited after your death. Dude, I'm already, like, I'm spinning the wheels. I'm going outside the law here. I'm thinking extortion. Like, that's what I would do. See, I feel like I would definitely. If it was Matthew Perry. Oh. I would do it. And then every party I went to with Matthew Perry, they'd be like, oh, how'd you guys meet him? Like, well, he hit me with his car because he's a terrible person. Yeah. And then I would just make him pay that way. Oh, yeah. You would be. Because could... apparently he has to keep inviting me to these yes. parties, even if I'm just a bitch to him the whole time. Yeah. And you would. I know you don't want to be famous, but you would be kind of, you'd be, you'd have a reputation. I'd be that girl town. who got hit by Matthew Perry. You'd be a story people tell at cocktail parties. Like, I met the girl. I met that girl. I met that girl. I mean, she I would so tell it at my cocktail parties <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I already tell it at my cocktail parties. I'm telling it on random. I know. Party. I wasn't going to pimp you into telling that story. <laughs> um, huh. So I'm glad that we figured out who's vengeance and who's justice. Yeah. Well, that leaves you. Where are you, Ryan? Um, I mean, when it first happened, when one of my besties got hit by a car and the guy drove away, I wanted to murder him. Yeah. Okay. I wanted so you were to drive hardcore vengeance. I was hardcore vengeance. Now I just I since all of the other like the legal ways to take care of this have been exhausted. 
Mm-hmm. I really am hoping just for a lot of like sleepless nights. I hope that like on the eve of his wedding, he tells his fiance, <gasps> and then she's like, "I can't do yep. it." Yeah, I just hope that it haunts him forever, and he can never really. And uh, honestly, I hope that like in ten years, he comes to find Vanessa and give her like a million dollars, and she's gone, and he can't he can't do it. Oh, I'll be there. I know Vanessa wants the money. Dollars, but I'll be there. No, wait, we're money. talking about my version. <laughs> How about in your version, I'd still get the million No, you don't, You earn your own money. I don't know. No, no, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm trying to be true to myself, Vanessa. You know money doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, great. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I just say get as much fucking money as you can. That you know, that's plan. the thing. Ugh. Oh no! If he if we knew who he was, it's not like I would say don't sue him. No, see, I would say don't even sue. I would say extortion. Oh, go straight to hard extortion. extortion. Like, like, don't even try the law. No, Just guys, go. the law is good. It protects no. us. Listen, I was there. I was there. It don't. You gotta extortion's the way to go. Yeah, I gotta take care of number one. Yeah. Listen, All right, so over time, justice, she could... vengeance, and the law. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, 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 that's it. Yeah. Oh. All right. Welcome to another episode of Hellmouthy. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent. And I'm the other one, Ryan Mogi. Oh my god. <laughs> She's the best one, Ryan Mogi. Um, and today we have a repeat guest, one of our favorites. Yay! Vanessa Singleton is with us. Thanks for cheering for me. Like <laughs> Yay! Nice way to start the day. Yeah. Um, and today we're talking about kind of the turning point of season two. Yeah. Uh, the episode... the. T- Two episodes, Surprise and Innocence. Yeah, what a rough ride. I will say I'm, I was happy to come back for these episodes because the first time I was on, it was a little bit weak sauce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we saved some good ones for Like, you. I robot you, Jane. No, thank you. Oh, geez Louise. Yeah, so. Thanks. Nobody was jacked in for these episodes. Yeah. So thanks for having me back for some good where, like, shit actually happens. Uh-huh. So much shit happens. Um, I feel like these two episodes had more, the plot moved faster and there were more threads going on than have been so far in the series. Yeah, I will say that this time around, I don't know if it was like my mood or what. The The last time I watched this series, which was about like a year ago, I usually do it once a year. Um, it was like, I was like, oh my God. Like I was so heartbroken, like crying mm-hmm. for her, which this time it was more of a like detached, like, oh, that's sad. But there were times where I was just like, like, it, it was, I saw this coming, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, yes, I saw the plot coming, but also, like, the fact that she's being so, like, sweet and, like, like, I can't. Okay, sorry, not to break up, but the sex scene, the sex scene noises. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was, like, the make-out noises, even. It was, like. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've gotten to. I was like, I what is that? Those yeah. noises are the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gross. I think I've run out of, like, I've heard enough lip smacking on television and film and r- podcasts mm-hmm. for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, I, I think I've just hit the wall. I think I'm too old. Yeah. Also, to like. Into, I can't well, even do also, it because I don't want to well, inflict it on other well, people. Her, like, her, her noises were really gross to me. Oh, you know what it was? I was very grossed out by the fact that she was a virgin and he was so experienced. That was the thing that grossed me out. Like, if she had been like, oh, I've done this four times, you'd be happier? She's or even, 17. like, one or two. Like, it was very, like, it seemed like she was so innocent. And he was, like, 
I don't know. I just really didn't like hearing the sex noises of a person losing their virginity. Like she was just like, uh, ooh, ah. And he was just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and I was like, sick, sick. So I don't know. I mean, um, it was sweet, I guess, but I. No, I didn't think it was sweet. I think that I found the two of them sexier in previous rewatches. Mm-hmm. Currently, the fact that he's like an old man. And has done all of this before. Like, this is not his first rodeo. It's her first rodeo. Yeah. So her first rodeo. So I don't blame her for her goopy silliness. But he's he's so goopy. Yeah. Even his whole thing of, like, making her feel awkward when she's like, I like to see you at bedtime. Yeah. Like, what? He could just let that slide. Yeah, that's, like, barely innuendo. Chill out. Here's, so th- that's a thing where, like, it wars within my head because I'm like, A, you're very old. So, like, why are you so shocked easily mm-hmm. by this stuff? But then also I keep remembering that, like, he's spent, like, 80 years hiding in sewers with, like, just eating rats. Oh, I guess we didn't know that on the show yet. Yeah, but no, it's okay? true. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, so he's, like, been literally alone for, like, 80 years. So you feel like the fact that he's so damaged makes it okay that he's fucking a 16-year-old? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is um, not – it doesn't make it okay, but his, like, weird, like, I'm awkward thing mm-hmm. seems more real. That, like, because he hasn't seen anyone for that long. I yeah. still think, I mean, that's 80 years. That's a long time that you were alive and around, plus the 200 other. Yeah. That's real gross that you're, like, come into my satin red bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I feel like, because in other episodes we've had more, like, I'm dark and damaged. I don't want to touch you because, like, I will, like, hurt you because I yeah. know. Yeah. And I feel like that dynamic is much more not appealing, but much more, like, I get that better from him, whereas the, like, we're both going through this together. No, you're not. Yeah. Like, she's in a completely different place than you. I feel like in previous episodes, he almost has a little bit of that, like, I don't deserve you. Yes, yes he Whereas does. in this one, like, she's like, I'm a win, I'm gonna change, and he just, like, follows her right over to yeah. the bedroom yes. to, like, watch her, and then goes, oh, and turns around to give yeah. her privacy. But his first instinct was like, yeah. Yeah. Buffy boobs. Well, and... And I guess, you know how, like, people say, like, if you can't talk about sex, you shouldn't, you're not ready to have sex? Yeah. I feel like if you can't sit in a room in a tank top with your boyfriend without holding a cardigan over your boobs, you're not ready to have sex. No. You're so many steps away. Like, when she's talking to Willow and she's like, you get to a point where, like, it's gonna, it's inevitable, or I can't remember her term phrase. And that's how I think that's inevitable. Right, but I feel like that's true, but it's not standing very far away and just kissing with your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. And being embarrassed about your body, being embarrassed about, Wearing an undershirt in front of each other is, like, that's, you're not ready to have sex, Buffy. Yeah, that scene with Willow made me really sad because when she was like, well, you reach a certain point where it's inevitable. It wasn't like she was just like, I really want you. I feel ready. I love him. Like, this is, this is my moment. This is the man I want to give this to. No. She's just like, well. And then Willow just keeps being like, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm like, Willow, you are not ready for having sex. Yeah. No, (laughs) You're not willing for your friend to have sex. (laughs) And it's interesting, like. It's very real. Like, I remember thinking that when I was 16 or 15 or whatever and being like, oh, well, I guess the next step is sex. And that's something that I look back on and think like, wow, I really wish that, like, my parents had been more open about talking about sex with me or that, like, I had felt like I could control if I said no or whatever. Like, it wasn't just you're set on this path where you have to then, like, okay, we've been dating for X amount of months. Like, now we're going to fuck. That just, like, made my heart hurt for Buffy. I was like, ah. 
Like, we've well, been there. And this is jumping way far ahead, but I feel like we can treat these two episodes like one oh, yeah. big they one. Oh, really yeah. They really do feel um, like a part one and part two. And I usually am all about Giles and Buffy heart to hearts. Like, yeah. that's, those are my fa- there's my bread and butter. But when he says to her, like, do you want me to tell you you acted rashly? Because you did. I want to be like, time out. How did she act rashly? She's yeah. been dating this guy for a year. She had, there was no way she possibly could have known that having sex with him would have made him evil. Like, that's, yeah. you can't, what, what is, how is that rash? For a 17-year-old to have sex with her boyfriend is rash? I mean, I think, okay, I think there are a couple things that are, like, whirring through my brain right now. So one is, like, the way Giles treats that, too, is, like, why put the onus on her, first Mm -hmm. of all? Like, she acted rashly. Like, she, I I think it, like, diminishes the obviousness of, like, the power dynamic between, at least sexually, between Buffy and Angel. Where, like, obviously Angel's much more um, experienced. And so, like, I think the onus is on him to be, like, hold the phone like you're afraid of wearing a cardigan in front of me. Yeah. Like, yeah, he should have pumped the brakes. Yeah. Whereas he was just like, oh, the lust, it's overtaking my body. And, like, <laughs> I can't not. Yeah. And, oh, oh, God. And then, okay, this is the part that I really hated because I felt, okay, when Buffy's, like, Ouch. When she's like taking yeah, off her little a tiny little cut. And he's like, the cut's healed. So uh-huh. it's almost like this fucking Lolita shit where she's like tempting this older man over with this mm-hmm. cut on her back that's actually healed. Where I was like, that's true. As a 16 year old girl, I did like, I wanted to feel a connection with someone and mm-hmm. I wanted them to come over and touch me and whatever. But that's kind of gross to like see, not. As something that happened in my past, but like on the screen, <laughs> I don't know. It felt very voyeuristic. I was just like, oh, I don't like that. Yeah, the whole, upon rewatching it this yeah. time, the whole thing felt so skeezy to me. Like mm-hmm. everything from like his weird underground basement. Okay. Oh my God, where he, okay, he took his, in the first he has, scene, like, he took his shirt off before he answered statues. the door, right? <laughs> yeah. Because like, why is he in slacks and a belt and no shirt? I assume. In his own home. <laughs> I assumed that he had, like, just gotten out of a shower and had put on pants to answer the door. But he took – with a belt. Oh, yeah. G- make sure you got At that belt At first I thought on. they were yoga pants, like a like, – Wait, wait hold, hold the phone. You thought he <laughs> put on his yoga pants? I, <laughs> I feel like Angel would do yoga. Angel, well, he, do, he does other still exercises. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like, <laughs> like Angel he's would not do doing calisthenics. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if he's he like was – Tai Chi. If, yeah. Yes. Guy. If he was wearing Tai Chi pants. I would have been like, oh, that's totally normal. But he's literally... Ant- but I feel like that would have made the tone way too, like, boudoir-y. Like, hey, these are my drawstring <laughs> yeah, pants. Yeah, he could have been open. Sashays up to the door. And he could have been buttoning it. Like, he could have... But I don't know. And I'm also a girl, so, like, I've literally never opened the door shirtless. So, like... Oh, I do. Hey, pizza To guy, a stranger? No, you wouldn't. <laughs> so, like... I, so, it's not the same. But I guess... Well, I would... I guess... But would you answer the door in a shirt and panties? When you didn't know who, what, when you, I mean, I guess only Buffy knows. No, but we're, like, aren't we taught to, like, hide more than men do? I, I'm i not going to lie, I've 100% would. done that. I have answered the door in, like, a tank top and panties before. I've, been, I've like, done it in, up. like, shorts And it that could I, be anyone. Yeah. I, like, I live in a secure building, yeah, so I can, and like, have a I can, like, hear who's in my hallway, okay. so I'm, like, it's one of my neighbors, so. Wait, you're <laughs> your neighbors without pants on? Yeah. Guys, I don't like pants. <laughs> I have never done that. <laughs> I've never answered the door to my neighbors. I mean, you know me though. Uh, Vanessa knows this about me. I like short shorts. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like my shorts are only a 
an inch more of fabric yeah. and a pair of like exactly. a pair like of like short panties yeah. versus the shorts I wear around my house. There's not that big. So I'm yeah. shaming you, but I also sort of, I mean, if I, I, I still. I wouldn't do it. A rose by any other, other name, <laughs> Ryan. I'm trying to be empathetic. Um, uh, I also know you, clothes are not as big for you. Yeah, no, it's not a, whatever mm. neighbors, you're welcome. Um, but I, <laughs> it's funny because they, uh, you did that once and then they've never knocked on your door again. <laughs> oh, I was going to they keep knocking on the door. Yeah, yeah it's really like going the other way with that though. <laughs> I, I believe in pants in public. Pants um, in public. Yeah. But I feel like. The point of him answering the shirt, the door shirtless, was mm-hmm. to because he's shirtless most of the right. Episode. And he's okay, yeah. and he's got most of both episodes. He's I just understand why he's shirtless. shirtless. He's a great looking gentleman. Yeah, yeah, it's on purpose. I mean, show it off. And we want to see the tattoo because it kind of makes him look more dangerous. I mean, the bird tattoo because birds are dangerous. Yeah. Well, when they're on evil vampires, so <laughs> okay, so anything could be dangerous <laughs> if it's on an evil vampire. Um. Oh, okay. There was a part at, at the very, very beginning of Surprise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where he's like, you still haven't told me what you want for your birthday. And mm-hmm. she's like, surprise, surprise me. me. Because I knew what was going to happen. I was like, no. <laughs> I did the same thing. I don't know if I, I didn't say no. I was like, Whoa. <laughs> I was like, she doesn't want that. No, don't no, give her that. Don't get a Not surprise. That. Not that. Oh. Um, at the very beginning of the episode, where she has the dream about mm-hmm. Drusilla, where she sleeps in like full eye makeup with mm-hmm. like yeah. falsy lashes mm-hmm. and everything. Um. <laughs> And so then she's talking, I think she's talking to Angel, and she's like, what if Drusilla's still alive? We never found her body. And I was like, why would you say that? Like, you yeah. don't find vampire bodies. Yeah. Right? They dust. Yeah. So we never found a pile of dust that looks like Drusilla. Yeah, I guess. But I <laughs> but thought that that was a weird thing <laughs> to That is yeah. a weird thing to say, to say mm-hmm. unless she really doesn't understand vampires yet. Like, she knows you can stake them, but maybe she thinks they can also die by crushing. Which is or, how she would have died, because it was... Okay, but any way she mm-hmm. dies, she's dust, Right. Yeah, because when she beheads, she has beheaded some and a vampire before, and he's like, Ooh. Yeah. I feel like any way you slice it, they... Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, so you know what? <laughs> Wouldn't that be an argument then for her to be like... She is she's, alive. She's a... Or she's... Oh, she's dead, dead because I didn't Because we didn't a find a body. Yeah. That would have been We didn't great, find a body yeah. running around. You're right. That was that was something that somebody... You should have been in the writer room and been like, yeah, guys, this Hold up. We have to rework weak. this. And time for a quick break. Hey, hey, you should listen to Cold Read Radio because we read cold works. Well, we read, well, we cold read works we read by cold you. Reads. Yes, we read cold reads by you, the the writer. We want you to send in your work. And the listener. Yeah, and the listener. We can do anything. Pilots, yeah. screenplays, poems, short stories, sketches. Uh, sexual erotic fan fiction. All right, that's Matt's wish. It's going to happen. Um, but please submit them to submission at coldreadradio.com. That's submission. Not plural. plural. Coldreadradio.com. Willow's hat was very interesting. Oh my gosh, I wrote covering that her hat. eyebrows. It was just above. It was like goggle <sighs> shape. But her yeah. whole conversation with Oz was adorable. It oh was my god. So okay, cute. I wrote all caps. Oh my god, Oz, I'm going to ask you out tomorrow night. Ah, <laughs> when he says that, that's so mm-hmm. like, what a breath of fresh air. Yeah. I know the boys of Sunnydale have not been so straightforward. And I know, especially and to honest. like say he's going to ask her out while she's wearing that ridiculous like yes. Paddington Bear hat. <laughs> yes. Like, yes, she looks like Paddington Bear. Yeah. He, but he, and the way he says it too is so he's so good at delivering. Like I'm going to say this in a cool way, but also I'm interested and concerned yeah. and have stakes in this. So I really liked. I thought I they were so cute love together. Him, man. I know. Yeah. And you go right from them to like a moment with Xander and Cordelia, yeah. which are just like, Meh. 
that's not what a relationship should be. <sighs> I feel bad for Cordelia. In I do this too. Oh, interesting. Episode. He's so mean He's to her. He's so mean to her. Okay, mm-hmm. he walks over to her and is like, hey, we should date, like real dating. And she's like, making out isn't dating. And he's like, I know. I want to take you on dates. Let's go on dates. And she's like, why would I ever do that with you? And it's well, cruel to him. Last episode, is, he was so mean. That's why. Well, and I took it from like, <laughs> coming from a pro Cordy stance, I took it yeah. from like, she's just being honest with him. She's just being like, look, I get why you want to really date because you don't have anything to lose, but I do. Like, I'm still popular. You're like a weirdo fringe person. Oh, wait. Are you trying to explain why I don't have any sympathy for her? <laughs> <laughs> but I I took it as like, she's being genuinely honest with him. She's Okay, like, she's honest, but... I like you, but this okay. is a step for me. I think she's being honest, but I think she's also not being vulnerable. Like, I don't think she's being emotionally honest. Because I think she does care about him. I don't think she's using him for his lips. No, I think she does care about him. And I think that this kind of represents like a war that's going on within her, right? Because she's like, um, so she's, obviously she's hanging out with the Scoobies more. She's Mm -hmm. hanging out with like Harmony and those other people less. And I think she wrestles with that, right? Because like all she's known prior to this, prior to Buffy, is that like popularity, the thing that I have going on is good. And it's what's gotten me to survive and actually prosper in this school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like now it's like everything that she's known, like her values and and how to succeed are turned on its head. And it's like, oh, no, there is this bigger danger. There is this like there is something like doing something right. And like, can I do that? Like, can I do the right thing? And like, not only be friends with these Scoobies, but like publicly demonstrate to other people that like, I'm in a relationship with Xander. Yeah. Where, like, crushing people like Xander has been what has defined me up until this point. And so, like, yeah, she is kind of, like, mean. But I think, I I don't know, I sympathize with her. Or I feel bad for her, at least. I feel bad for, I feel bad for all of them. All three. Because it's, these two episodes kind of set up, like, a love triangle with Willow, Xander, and Cordelia. And I think they're, none of them are getting what they want. No. Like, none of them are happy with the situation. Yeah. I think I felt the least bad for Willow. Because I know that she has her moment with Xander, and it's sad. You know what? I and kind she, of agree. She, like, runs away like a crazy person. Like she's, And she, like, sprints away. Sprints without really moving her arms. Yeah, she's which is, not a good runner. <laughs> she should not join track. Which is a very, like, 16-year-old girl thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's got Oz, who is so cute and, like, very much into her in a way that she deserves. And Cordelia is trying, I feel like, to be open with Xander, and Xander's just getting shot down. Yeah, I mean, I I I actually agree. Like I remember I felt this time around more frustrated with Willow because I was like, okay, I get it. You can't help who you love. You can't help how you feel. However, like Buffy does kind of say, like, you know what? W- stop waiting around for someone to come around. Like, yeah. like this guy that you seem interested in. But for the fact that you still are tethered to, like, the idea of Xander, like, this person who is, like, cool and nice and interested in you. Yeah, super understanding. Yeah, so understanding and, Too like, understanding. like, he's interested. Yeah. So, like, go for that. And you seem interested in him, too. Right, so. but it still hurts when somebody, when you have so much, when she, and that's their confrontation scene after she catches Xander and yeah. really making out. And then Xander's just, like, essentially, like, What's the big deal? Like, it's just making out. Like, chill out. Don't be, like, you're freaking yeah. out over nothing. Because she runs away like a crazy person. But for her, it isn't nothing. Like, I think in that is, it's it echoes a scene in Innocence 
between Buffy and Angel of like, for one of them, this is a big fucking emotional mm-hmm. deal. And for the other one, they can't even understand why we're having this conversation. I think I, I do agree, actually, that Xander should not have been so cavalier with her just because he's being very, he's like projecting his own inner workings onto Willow. Like he's like, oh, you've been in my head this whole time that I've been like wrestling with this Cordelia situation. So like. You would re- like, why don't you understand, like I do, that this is nothing? Like, right. Cordelia has just very aggressively told me it's nothing. Um, where he's like refusing to see from Willow's point of view that, like, as frustrating as it is, she's been pining away for him. And now mm-hmm. to see him kissing someone that they used to bond over hating. Right. Yeah. Well, and even sh- and the thing that she says, which is overwrought and teenage and crazy. But she said, you'd rather make out with somebody you hate than me. Which I feel like is not true because they don't really hate Cordelia anymore. They still, like, make fun of her. She's the butt of their jokes a lot. But she has been hanging out with the Scoobies quite Mm -hmm. a bit this season. She's almost part of the gang. Yeah. So they don't really hate her anymore. They don't have the I I hate Cordelia club anymore, of which he's He's the treasurer. Treasurer, that's right. Which Which I found hilarious because I feel like that means Willow was both president and vice president. Also, when Xander was You really want to put Xander in charge of the money. No, Buffy's (laughs) president of every club she's in. I feel like she has to be the leader. I think it could have been last year. Oh, I assumed it was from last year. Cordelia was horrible to them. And honestly, Cordelia, I think in most episodes and even this when she's like i'm gonna cook i'm gonna make chips and dip or whatever yeah like i think she's trying to join the gang but she is not nice to willow pretty much ever no she's not like willow has reason to still be in the i hate cordelia club right now right and i think there there's one thing where she just feels like she doesn't need to be nice to her because she's Mm -hmm. still kind of a bitch but also i think a part of it is that she like i mean she's she sees what Xander feels for Buffy and Willow mm-hmm. and sees that like he doesn't feel that about her and that right. and she expresses that to him and there I felt bad for her when she says like you would die for Buffy but you wouldn't die for me and like I mean okay I wouldn't really want the guy I was like macking out with in a closet to like take a bullet for me but I get where she's coming from right but in life don't you always not always. Okay, when you're an immature teenager, don't you want the person that you're hooking up with? Oh, in no, every relationship, like, you want them to care more about you than you care about oh, totally, them. Like, totally. that's how you keep your heart safe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, you don't want to be the one who's on the line. Well, there's, yeah, there's something to be said as a teenager about the thought of being desired. Like, the thought of being, like, almost out of reach. Right. Like, that thought gives you certainly amount of power. And, I mean... <laughs> It is very 16-year-old to to want that. And she's but a 16-year-old. She's but a 28-year-old oh woman God. playing a 16-year-old. <laughs> she looks beautiful. Her top at the party is is a dress, maybe? That with, like, what? the crisscross? Cordelia. Oh, yes. Looking adorable. She was so cute, too, and she's the only one that pops up and is like, surprise! <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. such a Cordelia yeah. moment. Yes. She's like, guys, this is what we were doing. We yeah. talked about it. We planned. She's in on the game plan. Yeah. And then Oz is so cute when he, he's just like, they're like, yeah, vampires are real. Like, will it look good yeah. to you? And he's like, actually, that explains a lot. And he's <laughs> yeah. just like suddenly on board with everything. I, yeah. I was like, you're such a great person, Oz. I love what a fantastic like audience stand-in he is because mm-hmm. he has a lot of the reactions that we have to things. So I like I like his function as that as well. Funky party weasel. <laughs> Do you remember when Xander calls Giles that? Yeah, funky party weasel. I just Do you remember thought. when Xander calls his own house and is like, Mom, hi. 
It's yeah. Xander. It's Xander. <laughs> and like, wait a second, and then it's like, it's Xander. I wrote that down too. And I was like, oh god, you know, that's sad. That's so sad because she's probably like, who? Well, and he doesn't say like it's Xander, like in a defensive way. He's just like, like mom, it's Xander. Hi. It's Xander. Like, <laughs> like I'm sure she was like, who is this? Who else calls me mom? I know. Oh, and he is an only child. He has no other siblings. But even like, I mean, I guess I have a brother, so it doesn't happen often. Yeah, for me and my sister. Yeah. Does that happen where your mom would be confused sometimes? Yeah, all the time. Or she'll just be like, Kat, Denise, Kat, Denise. Oh, no, yeah. no, but like you call on the phone, your mom's not Well, sure so that now that we have sure. like caller ID, but I remember when we were younger, um, yeah, we, have I would to have to say who you are. She'd be like, hello? <laughs> and I'd be <laughs> like, <laughs> it, 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 she wouldn't know right away. I guess, because our voices are similar. So, there's an inside look on the Kelly and Denise growing up. <laughs> yeah, no, I love the insights to your, your home life. Okay, also insights to things. When Xander offers to give <gasps> Buffy... I just gasped at that. ...a pre-birthday spanking? I drew yeah. a sad face. Yeah, that is such a downer. And then he was so like, oh, disgusting. like, not the right moment for it. Never, Never the right moment. Never the right you moment. You guys do not have that kind of relationship. I just wish that everyone had just turned around and were like, okay, Xander, we need to just, yeah, we need to talk about this. You can't, you can't say this. This is disgusting. Everyone hates this. You had a couple good episodes where yeah. you didn't say anything yeah. pervy. You didn't wear a porn star shirt. Yeah. Everyone was happy. Why did you ruin it? Ugh. Ew. Ew. I hated that he said that. Pre-birthday spanking. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah, because, I mean, he could have given her a pinch to grow an inch. Here's a pinch to grow an inch. <laughs> um, oh, what were you saying? Oh, I was just going to talk about, which, do we know his name of the name of, like, Spike's weird little henchman? Oh. Who's, like, in the Seinfeld the scribe? shirt? Yes. Yeah. He's totally yeah. I started shirt. just calling him Puffy Shirt Perfect. in my notes. I, I like, don't think where, he has a name. No, I don't know. Described. He's also he's never not in vampire face. Like yeah, you he's never see his normal in face. Vampire face. And he wears glasses. Where I was yeah. just like, "You're a vampire. Like, shouldn't everything have been yeah. fixed?" And I you, wonder, are you wearing them because you think it's cool? Yeah. I like to think both the shirt and the ha- glasses are an affectation. Yeah, and oh, he's actually so like from two years ago. Or yeah, he's like uh, he's like. He's the, like Diego or whatever. From the okay, yes, Diego. he is. He's like grown up Diego yeah. as a vampire. I love it's it. Like this is my puffy shirt mm-hmm. <laughs> with his vest that keeps everything in. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. We haven't talked about uh, Jenny Calendar at all. Yeah. And she has Yana. Yeah, we've got Yana. We've got reveals what's her about last her. name. Oh, I just wrote Yana. I just call her JC. I just wrote Yana the Gypsy. <laughs> Yana. Which I guess this was back when Gypsy was an okay. Calderash. 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 Yana Calderash. That's what they call her. Yeah, I would go by Jenny Calendar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, instead of being like Roma. Yeah. Yeah. I do like how in her classroom, like she has her name written huge across her <laughs> yeah. whiteboard. Like, just, just in case Jenny you forget, calendar. she's really, really trying big. to get away from the Yana thing. <laughs> yeah, she's like, guys, Jenny Calendar. It's written on um, the board. But we find out that she is not all that she seemed to be. She's got another level where she's actually there to monitor Buffy and Angel's relationship. Because yeah. at one point, I thought she was there for Angel, but then in Innocence, when Buffy strangles her, she says, "I was here to watch you." I think she's there to watch Angel, but that becomes watching the two of them. So when she says you, she's saying you plural. Yeah, like you. It's the limits of the English language. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, I just didn't understand why the gypsies didn't tell her 
what she should really be looking for and why. Well, because he just keeps saying a moment of happiness, like one moment of true happiness, which like that yeah. could be anything. Yeah. A lot well, of things he, make me happy. But like he does a sip of Coca-Cola. But he knows the consequences and doesn't tell her. It's very similar to like the Watcher Slayer relationship. Yeah. In yeah. The, like it's these like patriarch, it's the patriarchy, like not giving yeah. people information that they need to be able to do the tasks that set down to them. Because it's expected that you just obey. That you, yeah. And the, mm-hmm. that honestly, that he knows better than her. So yeah. he doesn't she need to give she her all the information. Need she yeah. should just do what he tells her and then everything will be perfect. But you know what? It would really help if she was supposed to, if she knew what she was looking for and why. Okay. It would give her some stakes because it felt like she was kind of like, I don't know, I'm just supposed to watch him. Yeah. <laughs> and at this point, I've seen these episodes in this series many times. I've It's been over a decade since I was first, like, got into this. But even now, that curse loophole makes no sense. Yeah. Why? Because yeah. it's stopped- just gobbledygook. He's, well, he stops suffering, so we'll let him do to others what he did to our people and never have suffering again. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't double it's down. I know what the thing no, it just, is. It doesn't make any logical it, it, sense. It punishes the wrong person. It punishes Angel, not Angelus. But does it? It punishes Angel. Yeah. yeah I think it does. Because the he's moment, still in there? Yeah. Oh, he's been in there the whole time. Because remember, that's the whole reason why he's guilty, like, all those years for 80 years when he's hiding in the sewers, is because he remembers everything that happens. So, like, it's like, okay, now you have to deal, you know, you have to have your moment of reckoning, moment lasting, like, 100 <laughs> years, right? Um, and then it's like, okay, once you're finally happy, like, once you finally, for a second, stopped feeling bad. Torturing yourself. Yeah. yeah. You're back and you're, you know, in the passenger seat again and then the demon takes the reins. But it's like, no, dum-dums, like, you're punishing the wrong person. Punish and jealous. Yeah. Yeah, it should have been like when he has that one true moment of happiness, he dies. Like, yeah. so he doesn't continue to be happy. Hey, gypsies, take note. That's what your curses should be in the future. Yeah. Yeah. I also felt really bad for Jenny because she's there and she's like, no, he's a good person now. He saved my life. Yeah. And her creepy uncle dude is like, are you forgetting that he murdered the favorite daughter of your tribe? <laughs> like this girl who died hundred years ago, mm-hmm. and like he murdered everyone else in the tribe too. I get that. Her, just her family. Her family. But he's just like because of this one girl that was murdered. The fact that he saved your life multiple times does not matter. Right. We don't care about you. Mm-hmm. Your life doesn't matter. This other girl's life mattered way more than yours does. I felt bad for her. Yeah, yeah. and it also like I think that like pretty accurately portrays like. A common theme that happens throughout this series, which is, like, these men are upholding this, like, tradition for, like, reasons that to them mean a lot, but, like, really affect these women mm-hmm. who are expected to uphold their fates or whatever is ordained right. of them. And even calling that girl the favorite daughter of the tribe right. is, like, what? she's is putting her in con- in context of uh, of others. Yeah. And presumably her father. Her relation, like, like her value is deemed by her father, I guess. Yeah. yeah. The favorite daughter of the tribe. Yeah. Um, it's okay. He gets murdered. He does. He gets super murdered. That I like that actor, though. He's in a lot of stuff, and I remember he... Yeah. D- he well, he He's died. usually creepy. His accent was like a little bit like, really? That's what you're gonna go with? Yana. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. it was very like 
like not it was Transylvania. it was very Transylvanian. Yeah. I also felt like the costume, like the giant oh my God. wide brim hat and his the like tie? shoelace yeah. around his neck. His shoelace tie. Like, what was that? It was like it was a little heavy handed with this guy. Yeah. Like we yeah. get that he's weird and not from this guy. Like we get it. It's very like, oh, these other people from Romania. But then it's just like but he's still in 1999 or yeah. 8 yeah. or whatever. Well, I think that the show has done a great job of establishing that it's not very, like, culturally uh, uh, aware. Mindful. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, very... Um, whitewashed. Yeah. Or, like, what's the word? Um, not Is it cultural relativism? Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, you expect that your culture is the center and then yeah. everything else. Yeah. Yeah. It's very that. I do like how they, they have an entire conversation and then at the very end there's, like, she's, like, I know uncle oh i know it yeah and it was like were we supposed to be like oh my god that's her uncle like, they had a yeah. whole conversation yeah. obviously they know each other they talk about how they're in the same tribe i thought that was a weird like we're building to this giant conclusion of like yeah like i would have expected for that for her to be like father or something yeah but it's like uncle i was like oh you guys aren't as related as i thought you were <laughs> from your conversation <laughs> i wish she had just said like master Oh, my God. Yeah, or, that, like, uh, watcher or, like, yeah. something, something else that would, yeah. like, make her feel. Teacher. Or teacher she would said, like, good. blood of my blood, which I have tasted. Okay. <laughs> okay, too far. Too All far. Right, I had to push it. Okay, speaking of these things, uh, <laughs> does Buffy not <laughs> things? <laughs> I knew I was going to change subjects. Does Buffy not swim? Because she falls in the water, like... I, this, a person diving off the high dive is I, fine. I wrote the same thing because I was like, he, she falls in the water and he's like, and yeah. jumps in after her. And I'm like, I feel, we live in LA. Like, I'm yeah. pretty sure that bitch can swim. Yeah. yeah. But I wondered if it was because when she died, she drowned oh, in so the he's water like, by oh, the master. She's gonna have... So I wonder if he's just like, she can't drown again on my watch. He's like super sensitive to that. Okay, then, I, if, then he could have said, not again. <laughs> not not again. on my watch. How creepy would that have been if he goes not again and then jumps in the water? I would have loved it so much. I would have. Yeah, as it stands, this girl, this healthy seventeen-year-old girl, falls what like five meters I know. into the water. Yeah, no, she's fine. She's so. I mean, fine. Maybe she's like stinging a little. She's on so one fine one. that her hair gets a blowout in the walk yeah. from the ducks back to. Yeah. I do feel <sighs> like really like. Buffy, you're the vampire slayer. Angel, you're like the most badass vampire around. And you let Puffy shirt one up you. No, like I know. Like two rando vampires. Yep. And at one point, Buffy's like pushing one of them against a chain. Uh-huh. Like he's like, she's like pushing him, his neck against it, but not, but it's only like a quarter of his <laughs> neck is against it. And he's just like looking back at her, making a vampire face. And I'm like, what is your end game here, Buffy? She's like, uh, uh, uh. It's like, Angel's off fighting the other vampire, yeah. and she's just like watching him fight and like pushing this dude's head into the chain. It's like this is not how you kill no. vampires. You're gonna have to push a little harder there, Buff. Um, I also just like I understand that they like love each other so much, and he's going away for like an, an indefinite amount of time. Are you saying they blubbered too much? They were okay. Uh, I was like, he's not going to war. Like she doesn't know when she's ever going to see him. Again. But okay, the thing that bugged and me she was she thinks she's going to die before he comes yeah, back. She says yeah, that. Yeah, I think so like, that's it. But the thing that bugged me was, okay, I understand that you have all these feelings, but 
you're supposed to be guarding this box. And they're just like, okay, we'll put the box over here. Like, yeah. let's, let's talk like 10 feet away from it and yeah. face each other away from the box. And I'm yeah. just like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, they at least just put it between you guys or something. I don't yeah, know. Like, she could have stood it. on the box. Yeah. And then they oh, my God. <laughs> if, if they shaved and put it down and stood on it, that would have been such a great weird move. I would have well, loved that. Well, because I think at the, like, the nugget of it is that she doesn't want him to leave. And she no. knows yeah. it's life or death. She knows it's the end of the world. It's always the end of the yeah. world. But she's just like, oh, cool. Now he doesn't have to go. If I fall in this water, yeah. get a little wet. Well, and he said, I love you for the first time. Oh and my he gosh. gives her like, okay. a promise ring. The ring. Do you guys remember the those rings? They were oh, so popular. Were yeah, so no. Popular. One of my exes gave me one. Oh, do you still have it? Fuck no. Do you wear it around your neck? If you pulled it out from under your shirt right now, it'd be $10. She's, <laughs> she's wearing it right now. The heart is facing in. She <laughs> it. It was, yeah. Ugh. Oh my god! He then- was really obsessed with those. He he got his grand. He posted on Facebook because um, he's engaged now mm-hmm. or married. I'm not sure, but he got his mother's or grandmother's engagement or wedding ring or whatever. Got it taken apart and repurposed into like a shape of one of those Clado rings. Oh wow! And is he Irish? He's part Irish, but if you know anything about those rings, like. In Irish culture, they don't put stones in them. No. Yeah. So I was like, you're such a fucking... D-. And, I, and I, like, laughed so hard because I was like, oh, that ring's for him. Like, he was yeah. so obsessed with those for so long. That's so funny. If someone gave me that, I would be like, grandma's ring. Oh, no, it was her grandma's ring. Totally forgot. Her grandmother's ring he had remade into that thing. Into a chintzy... Mm-hmm. She probably loved it. No, she probably. I mean, she loves She it. wanted to marry him. Wants hopefully. Well, hopefully, still, still wants to. to be married to him. Um, oh yeah, totally. I'm sure they're generous. I'm sure they're very over it. There's I can a tell. lid for every pot out there, guys. You don't know. You've been saying that a long time. <laughs> I know. I don't know if I believe you anymore. <laughs> oh, the platitude single people tell ourselves. <laughs> um, oh, I did think it was cute that in the beginning of Surprise on Buffy's birthday morning, her mom says, we'll go to the mall this weekend. Oh. And she's like, I love the mall. The mall's the best. <laughs> Who would ever skip going to the mall? And then they go to the mall. <laughs> have to murder the judge. <laughs> I feel like that, you know what's funny, is I always thought they were at the mall, but in retrospect, I feel like they're in a giant movie theater that is selling sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is an old Robinson May. That in they, the background. Robinson May. Like, they're in a movie theater in the mall because yeah. they're like, they fight at various points, and at every point there is the clear glass concession case. Yeah. Like, I think they got a concession. I mean, honestly, you know what some of that is. Some of that is some good old product placement. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, I'm not going to lie. In the next episode, I wrote really big, Pepsi. <laughs> did you count the seconds? I did. Oh, that's another four. Um, little inside product placement oh, humor. <laughs> so um, okay. Here's another thing I noticed, and I know we already talked about the sex scene a little mm-hmm. bit. No, no, please. but um, I think what we find out um, when uh, in the postcoital dozing mm-hmm. that Angel wears that really, really long necklace while he fucks. Yeah, and, and that it's necklace is swinging. It's, it's, it's swing. probably is like, it's like hit under her, her neck. No, because it's long. It's like two. It's a few inches above his belly button. No, so it's so like, if he. I mean, based on the sex scene we saw, they were doing it missionary. Yeah. So like, it it was bad. I, I was taking no, it off. It was like it was. Like you know, in um, in in like supernatural shows where they have to like take the crystal. And, oh like, yes, yes. <laughs> it's gonna like pinpoint like, on a map. He's like, he's like, where's the judge? <laughs> I was more creeped out during the like sexy montage by like they're showing their like 
Oh, they're kissing and their hair and their clothes yeah. and their body. And then it cuts to like that the, orangey one, the weird yeah. like peach comforter, <laughs> like, weird cute. like flesh tone comforter. Mm-hmm. Like like Angel went to the Robinsons May and went yeah. like, oh, this is the comforter <laughs> yeah. for my crib. This yeah. is it. Now it's a deflower Buffy. I know. We've also been um, forgetting about the people that have brought the judge. Um, Spike oh, and Drew. Spike and Drew. How could we ever How could forget, we forget them? We so, love Spike and Drew. Spike is recuperating. He's yeah. got a burned face. And he's in a wheelchair. He's in a wheelchair. Uh, a badass, like, shiny red wheelchair. Oh yeah. God. Of course. I was just like, <laughs> of, course, of course that's your wheelchair, Spike. It's, like, bright red and shiny. <laughs> but, and he, I think he did have the duster on. He of course he did. Does. And he probably had his combat boots on. <laughs> and, like, I loved... Drew Drew's in her red dress because she's yeah. getting ready for the party. Oh my god, her red dress is beautiful. Oh, oh, yeah. stunning. Drew, by the way, way to be ahead of that lingerie as yes. like nightwear. Like way to be ahead of that trend because mm-hmm. she's almost always in like some version of oh, yeah. a sexy a nightgown. nightgown and she's working it. She looks yeah. great. She looks and her so good. Arms are like oh my god, yeah, she's I like Madonna she's, arms. Yeah. Man. Do you think that she did that as a character choice between? Because oh, she was to supposed be stronger. to be weak before, yeah. and then now she's supposed to be full strength. Because we certainly couldn't. She did not have Obama arms before. No, no. I will say, though, the thing that bothered me the most on this watch through is the fact that, like, all these other, all these vampires, so, like, Angel, Spike, and Drusilla are mm-hmm. all supposed to be teenagers as well. Like, mm-hmm. Drusilla yeah. was some 16-year-old girl that he, that Angelus fucked with yeah. and made crazy mm-hmm. and then turned into a vampire. Like, why did they cast a 35-year-old woman? Yeah. Like, why didn't they just cast a teenager? It might have been one of those things that she just, like, killed it. And she is, she's great is fantastic. But I was just, when if someone calls her a teenager at one point in one of these mm-hmm. two episodes, and I was just like, really? Oh, I, that's insane. Because I have always considered her to be, like, mo- like TV age, like, yeah. 23. Yeah. But even no. though she's much older. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, she... Well, a lot of these backstories, it feels like they didn't take into account the actors or those actors' limitations. Like, mm-hmm. some of them have or get saddled with accents in their backstories. Yes, that some are, of them have that, accents. like, unnecessary. I guess, like, air quotes accent. Is that what we're going to call an accent? Yeah. That's pretty bad. And well, it's, it's what, not talking normal. <laughs> and what's funny is that, like, some of the actors are very good at accents. Mm-hmm. And their accents have remained from when they were turned. Yes. However, <laughs> other actors cannot handle such accents, so their accents mysteriously disappear. <laughs> I like how you are, like, tiptoeing around it, like, as if David Boreanaz is going to listen to this. He's going to... And be like, blow it out of the center of the table. (laughs) He's going to be like, that bitch hates my accent. (laughs) Oh, listen, David, you're great. He's great at a lot of you're things. You're great oh at a lot of things. And you're so beautiful. You're oh so beautiful and you're episode. so great at... He's great at being smarmy. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. Are we, can we get to Angelus? Right. world. Oh, wait. Before we, we haven't talked to Angelus at all, by the way. When we get to the next one before we do, I thought Angel lived in the cemetery. I think he lives in a basement apartment near the cemetery. Yeah. Very close. Because, like, you know, and they're all wet, and they're like, let's run, and they run to his house. Like, I yeah, think he was Yeah, because they're, like, close. running through the cemetery. Because I guess I just always thought he, like, lived under a crit or something like okay. that. Like some other vampires yeah. we know. Yeah. Okay. Because at the very end of Surprise, he, like, walks outside into the rain because it's just super dramatic. And yeah. And he's like, yeah. And he's, like, in an alley behind the bronze. Yeah. You know? yeah that where- was Surprise. But then remember the first episode when he's, like, 
he comes up to her and he's like, oh, I live nearby. And she's at the bronze. Oh, I, guess I think so. maybe everything's between, close together. Yeah, I think he lives between the bronze and the cemetery. Like his Thank apartment. you for drawing it. Thank you. <laughs> um, also, speaking of that same scene, and I I know why they need because they needed it for the next episode. But like, okay, so you're totally naked and you start having pains in your own apartment. Go you, outside. You get fully dressed in like layers and you mm-hmm. go outside. You know I what? Mean, yeah, Ryan, some people don't like to go outside naked. Okay. No, no. You go to your bathroom. Because if you're in that much no, pain, you I might think... vomit. You might shit yourself. Well, here's the you thing. Gotta take care I think of it. he's Where's trying. He going? Angel's about okay. to shit himself. Vampires, remember, we don't know how to All right, they, they probably don't shit. But I it just. <laughs> remember, remember, I can't imagine. We, don't we have know. talked about this. But I can't imagine being. Because he's in horrible pain. I do, well, My instinct is not to leave my house. Here's the I thing. I mean, your instinct is to walk. To the hospital. Yeah, my instinct is to walk to the ER. It's fine. But I, I just don't get it. Okay, I think he I, wanted away from Buffy. That's what I was protecting her. Because he okay. does seem to have an inkling of what's happening. Okay. Because he's like, not he's again. Like, no. Not again. Mm. Not again. He <laughs> should again. <laughs> or something. What does he say? I'm, I, I, I think he like says no. Out. He says no. And then he, he goes, says, Buffy. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're right. It. He knows he's about to go evil. So, so he I, puts on his best coat. And he's like, I gotta look cool if I'm gonna be evil. Maybe that was the demon, like, doing that. <laughs> you know, they're struggling. Like, the demon's like, you gotta grab your great coat. You gotta yeah. grab your cool satin shirt. Yeah. Let's go. You gotta grab those leather pants. Yeah. Put them on oh in God. the rain. His leather pants. Oh, my so God. So you know something's off, right? When he's wearing leather pants, you're like, uh-oh, bad, bad yeah. angel. Yeah. No, because angel likes to dress like grandpa. Yeah, I mean, he sported that fleece shirt one time. <laughs> um, also, okay, this was just something that was kind of bugging me when she like okay they they're like kind of wet right oh yeah they're the um and they're in like presumably like orange county-ish area right uh-huh they're, i don't know where I you're going so at she all. comes like santa barbara okay. i think it's supposed to be like santa okay. Barbara. okay so she they come inside and she's like <laughs> and he's like oh my god get out of those clothes and put these on and go under the covers for warmth. And I was like, she's not gonna fucking get pneumonia from this. Like, she'll be fine. And honestly, if you're if she's gonna change her clothes anyway, sh- give her a hot shower. Yeah, like know. why don't you like <laughs> pop in the maybe, shower? Maybe he doesn't have a bathroom. I did like oh, yeah, wonder he that because he does seem to live in like a basement. Yeah, maybe he just has a bachelor apartment. You know, or like one of those ones with the on the bathrooms on the street on the hall. Oh, a shared bathroom. Yeah. I so maybe he's embarrassed. He's like, oh, fi- like a su- I can't send like it to that. Super efficiencies. I can't remember what they're called, but like maybe no, it's like I know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, he's got about. like a like, dorm room bathroom. Yeah, they, they so maybe frame he- it as like European style. A lot of times <laughs> <laughs> they're like European. I'm like, no, you're. I'm fucking sharing a bathroom with the whole floor. <laughs> yeah. So maybe he. Okay. I'll, everything I take it all back. He doesn't have a bathroom. That's why she can't okay. take a hot shower. So he's like, just change and lay in my bed. Yeah, while I watch you. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, 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 where where do you think this is, you know, like, yeah. where could this be going, yeah. Angel? Oh, my well, gosh. Okay, and, but she was ready to sleep with him at the beginning of the episode. I have he a question. Knows where it's going. So you mm-hmm. know how their blood doesn't flow? I was thinking the same thing. I was like, how does this work? <laughs> we've established that they can't have babies. They can't have He's babies. We've talked about that. And we've talked about last episode, which hasn't come out yet, what probably happens when they... I'm not doing blood. It has to be blood. Oh my god! Whoa! That's the only thing that's it, right? You like drink someone else's blood, and then that's the only thing they have, right? For me, Ryan is making the worst. No, Ryan's is really gross. (laughs) Yeah, it's (laughs) it's it's sort of like dying a little. Oh, it's like smoke. (laughs) It's like a magic trick. Ta da! It's like when they die. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Um. What if 
Never mind. Well, I'm just saying, is it just one of those things? Off the podcast. Is it just one of those things where they're just like, oh, magic? You know, because like, you're talking about literally how does he become engorged? Yeah. I was wondering, how how does he get a boner, basically? (laughs) Well, I chose my words. Yeah, engorged. But how, right? I think, is it just like one of those things where they're like, oh, magic? I think he, he, it's the same way, like, he has blood inside him from the blood he drank. We, that's what we. So he just like, and it like goes. No, I think he gets. Turned on like a normal human. <laughs> oh my god, that was amazing. <laughs> I'm not saying he's flexing. Oh. It- oh, I just meant he was shooting all the blood there. I don't think. <laughs> oh my god. Just wondering. No. I want to know. The world wants to know. I don't know how. How do vampire boners work? The world wants to know. I the think the truth is they don't. And this is all. Wait, so Buffy's first. Was, experience was like was a trick stuffing a windsock into her a cold Whoa. a cold <laughs> okay. dead windsock what? he could have a toy or something oh interesting wait okay. so he just does the switcheroo yes he does a strap on switcheroo he's like doing the like hillary swing voice don't cry <laughs> yes. kind of a thing. <laughs> I do like how, and I feel like maybe it was because it was like on the WB back in the day, but his moment of true happiness is like when they're in cuddles. Yeah. yeah. It's not like the moment. Yeah. Well, and we were talking about of Vampire the- Diaries earlier. Like that show, you know the moment of everything. Like it is much more explicitly yeah. sexual. So yeah. I wonder if this show took place in a different time, if it would be more explicit. Well, I mean, we do see later, actually, um, there is a plot to try and recreate this moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they make it much more explicit that, like, his, like, orgasm is the happiness. But it's, yeah, but within the... But here they this don't This episode do is they not. They don't. And, like, weird, creepy uncle dude says it's his moment of pure contentment, which I was mm-hmm. like, okay, that's not the same as happy. No. Like, I could see how he's, like, he's in bed with the woman he loves, snuggling. She's falling asleep well, next to him. Yeah. Like, I could see how he would be, like, in this moment, I am content. And that's what triggers it. Yeah. But honestly, true contentment is a much better opposite of soul. Yeah. Like, yeah, unrest, totally. like an, yeah. Uh, soul without rest versus like, yeah, a moment of true happiness. Like right that's after fleeting. he was going to wake up and think about all the people he murdered. Yeah. yeah. Like he wasn't going to be happy forever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's not how love works. But I feel like that's the only <laughs> time that they ever say that it's like the moment of contentment. Inside. Yeah. Because I was like, that's a better curse. I'm going to just believe it in my heart that it was contentment. Every time they say moment of happiness from now on. Wait, so does this mean that Angel has not, he's not banged anyone? I think he has. Because in my head, oh, I kind of felt that way like, too. He turned, or yeah, since he became like, good in again. In between like weird rat eating Angel and like I'm going to be birdie around this high school girl. I just felt like, you know, he went to a bar, met some like nice lady. Yeah. Together. I'm trying to think back to Angel, like the, the series. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, because they do definitely later in the series sort of indicate that it is that moment of like he can't fuck anyone he can't yeah. have an orgasm he can't jerk off there's no jerking I mean off. listen how happy are you when you're jerking off? <laughs> <laughs> compared to this moment like compared to like <laughs> fucking the the girl you're like slated to like slated well you're slated to love you know like yeah. you're like is star-crossed lovers shit and you're like oh like all around I'm do you so think happy. that if she had just given him a beach he would have gone like a handy <laughs> yeah i like oh they just went right for it too like yeah. they, they there's no foreplay there was no oh no he was like i gotta i gotta get this 
Gotta get a wet in. hot dog in there. <laughs> well, and like wet cold hot dog. Because wet cold hot dog. Let's talk about that. Would you want any a vampire to go down on you? Oh, that'd be kind of weird, right? It would be kind of cold. Well, and there's like there's teeth involved. Like his teeth aren't gonna come out, are they? I don't know. I mean, if he gets too excited. Right? I don't know. These are questions. Pondering minds want to know. He also doesn't have vamp face while they're having sex. No, he but doesn't. What if, what if he did, like, right in the middle, and they just don't show it on the show? <laughs> He's oh like, my <laughs> Well, remember, she doesn't notice. She doesn't yeah. even notice that. Uh, and I'm like, fucking bullshit, Buffy. His face is fucked up. Of course you notice. Yeah. Yeah, when you're making out with him, and he has He's huge fucking fangs. sharp teeth. I get you're the slayer, but come on. Anyway. Ryan has been giving me such a hard time because I think Spike is very sexy. Oh my god, he's I, okay. No, that's I not it. And she said he's sexy. She was like, "Would you fuck Spike?" And I was like, "Yes, I would fuck." Spike. Wait, like, yes, I would sp- fuck Spike. And then okay. she was like, "What if he was just wearing the duster?" And then I was like, "Oh, he better wear the duster." No. Okay, and then listen. She was like, "Him naked in the duster and combat boots." No, I was where we land on. To wear the boots, and I was like, "Yes, I would definitely hit that." No, and yes, she. No, no, I said no boots. Right. You added the boots on. You be- gotta add the boots. Okay, then you wouldn't fuck him in just a duster. You know what? I These would- are, this is the question I put to you. Here's the thing. I would fuck him in any stage of undress. If it's like... So he took all his clothes off and put the duster <laughs> back on? What if, okay. what, if, what if he was like Donald Ducking and he like just had no shirt and no pants? <laughs> Better than just the duster. Taking the, off the, your clothes and putting your duster on... It's too cheesy. Oh, but I feel like I come home from work and like he's just standing there in my apartment and just the duster is like waiting for <laughs> no, me. This is my thought he's of lying and this is how it would make sense for me. Okay. So like let's say we're like hanging out in his crypt, right? And we're yeah. both necky. Then uh-huh. someone knocks on the crypt and he's like, Oh, I should just let me just grab something. Oh, it's my duster. Puts it on and then he's like, Okay, I have to hide my penis from the world. And then he answers the door and he's like, Okay, d- done deal with you. And then he turns around and then he's like, Should we get back to what we're doing? And I'll yeah. be like uh, business open for business, yeah. and then he and would he just sweep it over. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor does a little windmill and yeah. gets right back to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, I think that's the perfect world. What's to lose? Yeah. What, what could go wrong? Yeah, I'm totally into this. There's no unwanted pregnancy. No. Oh my god. Because you don't want to get knocked up by Spike. You don't want to end up with Spike. No. You want to have like a tuss with him, like a tussle. Yeah, exactly. In his crypt, right? Anyway, He's really anti Spike. No, I I'm just kind of anti evil. Well, and I will say, like Angel is super sexy in these episodes. Okay, he is sexy, but he's a doof. I, my this rewatch, I I think I'm moving well, past Angel in my heart. And I will say, because it's been a while since I've done the rewatch, and like nice segue into Innocence. But yeah. I forgot how much I like Angel as Angelus. No, he's amazing. Because I feel like there's nothing thus far in the series that leads you to believe he's a good actor. Right. I know. Because you're like, whatever. He's broody. Meh, he's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly he's like so badass and he's like smoking out of that woman's neck that was the best and he's like throwing boxes around yeah. at spike and was like i could get on board with this mm-hmm. and just his energy too yeah, like so he, different yeah him, him like hopping up on that box to sit down he's like hey listen i just uh <laughs> he's very like he's much more of a like douchey charmer yeah that works it works a lot better for him like uh, the beginning of the episode when she's dreaming and he gets staked by Drusilla and he's yeah. like, Ugh. and he dies and he dies with a weird yeah. like arm out. Yes, That's so stupid. Okay, you liked the arm. I feel like the arm is. We will see him do that exact pose. Oh, later. Yeah, like yeah. I. I mean, I. 
I think yeah. that was intentional. I and, don't think that was just like well, and I think it was just an show, acting choice. And yeah. I think it was to show the ring because he's like very much in there, oh, which he's so also, into the ring. On this rewatch, because I got obsessed with the ring on this rewatch. Uh-huh. Um, so he's Angelus. He's still wearing the ring, but it's turned around. Yeah. Oh, shit. He he's around. He did. Angelus. But he can't take it off. Come on. Oh, my God. He's like, I don't belong to her anymore. But he's like, I still got to wear this ring. And of, my people, of my people. Oh, my God. I was like, Angel, you haven't been Irish for like... 200 years. I think that's when I started to be like, this show is super whitewashed, where he's like, yeah. my people. Yeah. And there's like white people playing gypsies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like Jenny Calendar. Yeah. <laughs> there are no people of color in Sunnydale. And yeah. if they are there, they're there for an episode. Yeah. yeah. And then they get shipped or off. Two. With a terrible accent. Yes. Um, I did think that it was really... It's one of those things where, like, writerly, it was very convenient that the judge would be able to immediately suss out that... Angel was angelus. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> thought he was like, there. I was like, oh, test. good thing the judge is here. Yeah. Otherwise, this could go on for episodes. Yeah. I will say two things about the judge. One, I think I forgot that he's only in this two-episode arc. Yeah. Because he's really like, he's going to bring about the apocalypse. Like, this is the end of the world. Took an army. Like, no weapon forged could bring him down. Yeah. And then, like, two episodes, he's out. Like, That's, it's yeah. not, he doesn't get the sort of, like, big play that the master sort of does. And my second thought was... So it took an army to break him down, and they cut him into pieces. Why did they make the pieces like easily assemble no, into a like a like, one arm box, one torso, one I, head? I just pictured them with like directions, like IKEA sort of yeah. directions, where there's no just pictures, no words. They're just like, like silently the, sawing. The head goes here. It was pretty cool that you put the pieces together and then it opens them in it the box. Cool. It's like a transformer. It was a very cool moment, but but yeah. It, like it just seemed like that seemed like a silly way to separate his body. It's yeah. um, it's an int- It's similar. Um, the season does this again later. Um, when you mentioned that the judge is like there for only two episodes, and it's this, you're kind of faked out, right? Because you're like, oh, is that the big bad? Yeah, the judge, right? Yeah. Um, because this, it's like this thing that like has been kind of looming in the distance, like you know, the whole episode they're trying to build him and um. So you're kind of led to believe like, oh, it's this, it's another like traditional big bad. But then it's like, oh no, it's something much more nefarious, which mm-hmm. is like this wolf in sheep's clothing, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I mean, we see this again in later seasons where you think that a certain group or entity is the big bad and it turns out to be mm-hmm. yeah, someone else. And I wondered if it was sort of a statement on how good of a slayer Buffy is that like yeah he was supposed to bring about the apocalypse and Buffy was like whatever Tuesday afternoon he's yeah. yeah and also I mean I think we'll see that like the thing the thing that makes Buffy stronger also makes her weaker um, in her like relationships to others and her caring for others in this specific big bad because like the judge easy peasy no problem but like someone that she has like this connection to I mean, yeah. she couldn't stake him. She just kicked no. him in the nuts. Give her time. Okay. Which, by the way, why doesn't she just kick every vampire in the nuts? Fantastic. Like, it, you can just get them down and then stake. Yeah. But she likes to beat them up sometimes. She does. Um, she likes the foreplay of yeah. it all. Yeah. I adore the scene where she finds him in his apartment. In his leather pants. Uh-huh. Where and she knows he's bad because he's in leather pants. And he, she, should she know. has to ask him, was I not good? Oh, that... Oh my god! And he says you were great, really. I thought, thought you, you were, were a pro. Oh, 
Okay. Every time it's like a stake through my heart. Yeah. That's so mean. He, when he's being so mean to her there, like that is really fucking heartbreaking. Oh, you know what's so funny is I feel like as an adult rewatching this, I was just like, why isn't she thinking this isn't him? He, his yeah. like mannerisms are different. His voice inflection is different. Like I know she's wrapped up in her own emotional shit. But I don't know why she doesn't, as the Slayer, be like, something has happened. Like, he has done a complete 180. Like, there is something wrong. He is bewitched. He is yeah. possessed. But she's he also living out her insecurity about what would happen when she lost her virginity. Because I just feel like, like he says the worst things. But he also, in almost way- everything he could said, a shitty dude could say to a girl. Well, and yeah, just I fucked. think this was Wasn't like a... angel? No. Jesus. But I think... <laughs> I think this is kind of like, mm, I don't want to say it's a morality tale because, like, that's not what they're trying to go for. But it is kind of like, um, it is like a horror genrefication of, like, a real thing that does happen where it's like, like you touched on, like, it is a fear. And it is a thing that does happen where, like, a girl fears that she's inexperienced and then sleeps with someone and then... If the guy doesn't call, she immediately is like, oh, it was me. Like, I wasn't good enough. I wasn't this. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there isn't any winning, right? Because, like, if you were really experienced, then you're a slut. But it's like, if you're really inexperienced, then he could say really mean things to you. Like, you're, oh, you're a pro. Well, and also, I think that it it makes her, I think you're right. She was wrapped up in her emotions. Because for her, it was like, he's, the subtext of it is she's a fool. Because she thought she was in love. She thought the two of them were in love. Yeah. Then they sleep says, together. He disappears. Like, that's... He that's told a, her that he was in love. But he didn't tell her he was going to disappear. You wake up and he's gone in his own... He left his yeah. own house yeah. to get away from yeah. him. And then he also... Second time, that's rough. Second time around, leaves her again in, the, yeah. in his own house. Right. It's not love like... Love you too. <laughs> it's not like it was her house. No. Also, when he... Oh, I'm sorry. This is going back to before he was evil. When he tells everyone, oh, she's been tossing and turning, and they're all, they all give him the side eye. Yeah. And he's like, he she does t- watch her sleep. Yeah, I know. When he was like, she told me. I was like, well, just own your creepiness. Yeah, yeah you, you watch your sleep. Watch sleep. Oh, my God. That would be so funny if he's like, well, no, I haven't slept with her. I just sit on the windowsill <laughs> and watch her for eight hours each night. Yeah. Because that's less weird. Yeah. It's not creepy. Ugh. Um, so then our Scoobies are all together in the library. Yeah. Like, trying to come up with a plan. Um, and I felt like Xander was so mean to Cordelia. He's just keeps being mean to her for, and she just sits there and takes it. Yeah. Like, and then they're all like, this is the apocalypse, end of days. He's going to bring about the end of the world. And then was like, all right, so you guys should all go to class and we'll like meet back up at six. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I know there's always some sort of apocalypse, yeah. but like he just that gave some funny. big speech about how like the judge is the worst thing yeah. they've ever faced. He's like, go to math. Oh my God. I actually... Is this the part where Xander says um, that he slept the night at the bus stop to look for Angel? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when he says a 400-pound wino offered to wash my hair. Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. That's so yeah. creepy for someone to want to wash your hair. <laughs> um, this is That's also a scene where Willow is wearing the second of her Adidas mini backpacks. Oh, yes. Love her mini backpacks. I do like how they always have a different backpack every single episode. Mm-hmm. These kids are so rich. They have so many clothes. No, what happens is a lot of people die, and so their clothes oh, go to the, Goodwill. Right, 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 so right, 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 right. There's just a really right. good Goodwill. Turnover, turnover. Yeah. Um, oh, and then also, so Drew, just the thought 
of angel of angel being angelus mm-hmm. and like coming back has her in this like post-coital haze yeah she's the- in a tizzy i and- do love drew in this episode yes. she's so good i feel like this is when we start to really see that she is some sort of like touched by magic as well because she mm-hmm. can tell that and angel is angelus again mm-hmm. before right. they have any reason to really know um, I love the moment when she's like laying on there and she's like, I'm naming the stars and I've named them all the same name. Mm-hmm. And Spike's like, you can't see the stars, love. That's the ceiling. And it's daytime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such a cute little like yeah. moment between the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, you're, you're batshit crazy. That's well, cool though. And it's like, and she, ugh, she's such a fruit loop, but like, it's interesting that, so like not even being present, just not, not even like touching her, but just by existing. Angelus can do more for her yeah. than Spike can. Oh, that's harsh. I think that's true. And I, I think, think Angel true. knows it and he rubs it in his face. Because yeah. he's sitting there and he's like, no one knows me like you do, Drew. And Spike's just sitting there in a shiny red wheelchair yeah. feeling all bad about himself. And I mean, he... Wearing I a think, sexy duster. Yeah. Oh, God. And Guys. he, like... So you know how... Um, Spike is frustrated, right? Because mm-hmm. he's like, you haven't even killed Buffy yet? Like, just kill her. Where, I mean, as we touched on before, Spike is not the type to just torture and torture and torture and torture. Like, Mm -hmm. Spike is not as twisted as Angelus. And so he's just like, why wouldn't you just kill her? Like, get it done. I'm like, that's what I like to do is kill. And um, Angelus is like, oh, I gotta, like, you know, fuck with her. And Drew's like, yeah, like you did with me. And she's all gleeful about it because she's crazy Mm -hmm. and evil. But I kind of realize that, like, Spike still in his weird, twisted way. I mean, he wants to take care of Drew. He wants to, like, almost fix, not fix, but, like, take care of what Angelus had wrought, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Like, he still wants her to feel like a beautiful and unique snowflake. Yeah. Like, if, if someone makes Buffy crazy and then maybe makes her, like, it makes Drew less special. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think that Spike would have loved Drew if she weren't broken. I don't think he falls in love with her because she's broken. No. I think he would fix her. And I think Angel would destroy her. And Jealous would destroy her. I don't oh. know because he's never known her not crazy. So I don't know that. I guess it's nice to say that he would love her no matter what. But I'm like, I mean, no. Like, you I, picked I don't crazy. Know. We yeah. see, but we see how frustrated he gets with her uh, her delusions. Yeah. But like, I, we, it's not. He doesn't, like, find all her delusions delightful. He does. He's patient. He, but that's not the same thing. He has moments, I think, where he finds her delusions delightful. Um, I think then he gets frustrated with them. I think he loves being frustrated with it, though. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those things where he's like, oh, I'm so needed. I'm so yeah, exactly. necessary. Yeah. Because um, even when, like, he's in his wheelchair, he's injured, they're, like, pulling together the judge or whatever, and everyone keeps being like, it's Drusilla's plan, like, Drusilla's mm-hmm. pulling this all together. It's not her plan, it's his plan. Like, Spike's still in charge. Spike's still taking care of her, even with his, like, wonky Phantom of the Opera face. Yeah. Like, he's still, he's still, like leading the charge on that relationship. I think, um, and also I think he fell in love with her so hard when he met her because he was at a point of like, he was pretty, he was at a pretty low point in his life when he met her. Yeah. Which is to be revealed later. Um, And I don't think he's had a chance, you know, running around with Angel and like, or Angelus and Drew and Darla for most of his life. I don't think he's had a chance to really mature past what he was immediately when he was turned. I yeah, I would agree with that. And so I think the spike that we grow to see or that that he grows into mm-hmm. maybe would not love a broken Drusilla. But right now he does. I'm not I was yeah. never questioning whether or not he loves her. Oh, I mean, 
wait, an unbroken Drusilla. I think he's more likely to love an unbroken Drusilla later, but is attracted to the brokenness now. More. I think he'd be happy if Drew was happy 100% of the time, and Angelus wouldn't be happy if Drew wasn't, if he couldn't fuck with her. Oh, because yeah. Because that's how he is. Part of, I think he wants happiness for Drew. Yeah. And yeah. so I guess we can talk about like crazy versus non crazy, but I think what I, he would prefer Drew to be happy. All oh, the yeah. Time. He wants yeah. her happiness, and Angelus does not. No, Angelus thrives on like fucking with her. Yeah. Like that's how he yeah. expresses his love, it's his right. interest in her. I did think it was interesting that he gets turned into Angelus and, like, sort of first thing he does is runs back to Spike and Drew. Yeah. Like, he's just, like, I don't know if it's that he feels like he can't do it alone or he's just like, hey, I'm all evil again. Check mm-hmm. me out. Like, I don't know what drove him to do that because he's immediately like, I'm going to go. I'm going to hook up with them. We're going to, like, make nefarious plans together. I think he's drawn to Drusilla. Um, He's also, I think he's drawn to, like, the feeling of superiority he has over Spike. And also he's he's just come back into power. And so he's like, okay, I'm going to go back to what I know. Yeah. Which is like running around the world with these, with my vampire friends. Yeah. Well, and in Sunnydale right now, and Angel knows as well as anyone, they're the best vampires in Sunnydale. Yeah. yeah like you don't, he, what's he going to go find? Puffy shirt? Yeah. Like, yeah. He's got like, these are the two best ones. Yeah. Well, so if you're going to be the boss of somebody, be the boss of the best. The best, yeah. And it's good that he didn't go find Puffy Shirt because Puffy Shirt does not hang around much no. longer. He gets all weirdly uh, CG fired. Yeah. he gets, Only because he had human parts. Because he liked he was, books. He liked books. So what are these? Well, they're not supposed to like anything? Like, no. The, even I the master that, liked stuff. Well, because they said even like Spike and Drew, he's like, you yeah, guys love, love each other. Love each other. Right. Um, if you have any feelings, if you're not a sociopath, you sh- are going to burn. Yeah. I think that was the. That's why Angel didn't. You know what? I think, burn. yeah, what he, what the judge would approve of is Angelus, but then also like a very like bestial form of vampires, you know, like those yeah. ancient yeah. ones. Yeah. Like, like vampires, like and it's like ones. most pure. Yeah. Um. Um. So in order to defeat. The judge, the gang breaks into an army base where um, okay. it wasn't quite clear that it was an army base. So luckily, the voiceover had a bunch of people going left, left, <laughs> yep. left. They were just so like outside weird. of a that you could hear over the rain. Yeah, I was like, yeah. no, stop it. Yeah. I like how he also just like explains away how they got into the army base with mm-hmm. one line of being like, well, that was easy. Yeah. They shouldn't be able to get into this space. Like, yeah, yeah. you shouldn't. I don't understand because I misremembered how he got in. Is there a scene at some point where he uses his fake army thing to be like to act like he's inspecting the base? Oh, yeah. I think that's another? much later. Okay, because like he, he also drops it. He's like Colonel Nelson or something. Yeah, I was yeah. like, how do you have that knowledge? So I mean, he, he kind knows of everything about the base and where they keep their weapons. He holds he, his uh, from guy who holds his gun like a sissy boy. I was okay. That was in character. I though, had right? some. I had some problems with the fact that he knows everything because of the. Um, yeah. What's that guy's name? Um, the guy that had oh, the... Oh, Ethan Rain? Ethan. Yeah, because of Ethan's costumes. Yeah, then why so, is he not a better fighter? Because he's still a terrible yeah, fighter. like, you still remember. And then also, does that mean that everyone that was turned now... Like, is Buffy an expert at, like, Elizabethan times? Also, or, like, if you are a soldier, are you theoretically always, when you dress in that costume, a specific soldier yeah. from a specific base? Yeah, like, like, you're not just a soldier. It's like, I'm, I'm Private Ryan. I don't know. I couldn't think of a name. That was... We should save him. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Ryan. It's 
okay. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was tough for me. <laughs> like the whole time, you're like, it's me. Yeah. He actually, uh, spoiler, they save him. So it's okay. <laughs> oh, good. Um, but yeah, I thought that, and I thought Cordelia in that moment was so cute. How she was like, hi, I'm not a soldier. Am I? Yeah. That Such was a cute. cute little Cordelia. Or like, she was like, what makes you think of sex? And he's like, I'm a 17-year-old boy. Liam. It makes me She's think like, about sex. Good info. Yeah. I actually liked their moment in there. I thought yeah. it was really cute. Because they were away from everything that would make them put up any like walls. Right. They seemed that. to like they were both actually just being real people with each other. Yeah, which is nice to see. Um Yeah, and then it was cute because that was like this flip side of that was again Willow and Oz in the car mm-hmm. where he's just like Willow kissage. Yeah. I think he's daydreaming about kissing her. It's like, they're so cute. They're really cute. They're so cute. Like, he is everything I want for Willow at this point. Uh, yeah. I drew a little heart with the word Austin. Because <laughs> he's so adorable. Like, it's almost too good, like, unrealistic yeah, of a I human. But he's he's Especially just, for a 17-year-old. Yeah. yeah. Or great. however old he's supposed to be, 18, whatever. Yeah. He's, he's a delight. I know. Even when, like, they're trying to figure out, like, oh, we need a car. We're going to yeah. have, this is my plan. Or what he was being really, like, evasive about his yeah. plan. And he was like, oh, we're going to need a bigger car. And Will was like, I'll get us. He has a van. And I'm like, I feel like you've been on one date with this dude. And mm-hmm. now you're like, hey, break into an army base with me. Yeah. And then they sort of make a joke about it. Yeah. Because like, we don't have cable. And he's just like, okay, cool. He's yeah, just he's down in. for whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I would watch the Oz show. Yeah. Not if he like became a doctor and gave shitty medical advice, but like just an actual Oz show. <laughs> um, okay. So they still, oh, they're making the plan. And then Angel shows up and he stands all like backlit. Yeah. He's like, hey, Willow, come here. Come oh, on. God. He's so creepy there. I yeah. know. And then Jenny Callender shows up and mysteriously knows that he's mm-hmm. Angelus. Um, but I like that Xander comes back for Willow. He comes back. He yeah. tries to save her. He yells at Angel. Oh, my God. Don't do that. Okay. I laughed so hard <laughs> when he said that. He's like, hey, don't do that. I'm like, and oh, then thanks he, a lot. But then he like sneaks up. He gets yeah, really he's brave and he rescues her. I was like, that's. I mean, Buffy was there. So he was brave, but he knew that See, but the, the fight wasn't really with him. Did he know Buffy was there? Yeah. yeah. No. She, she was talking right across like from him. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Um, that's how <laughs> he's oh, right. That's how he was able to sneak him. up. That's right, yeah. that's, right, that's right. But I was like, still. Still um, cute. And then Buffy goes home and has a dream, and the dream tells her what we already know, and that's that Jenny's a sneak. Before she has the dream, though, oh, and they're in what? the library, they realize it's like because of the sex or whatever. And then Buffy like, runs out of the room in, like, the worst fake run yeah. she has ever done. I was wondering her about that like run. Fully, I was like, what is, is that their stunt? I'm like, what is happening? Because she runs all the time on the show. Yeah. She's yeah. an athletic girl. She usually runs like this. But she was like, yeah. <laughs> I think it was, like, a <laughs> run. She's like, you this know? is my crying run. My crying this run. This is my I'm not a virgin anymore run. Oh, that she's different. She looks run. different. She looks yeah. different. She does look different. Um, um, so then she... Goes at some point in all of this shenanigans, she has time to paint her nails because mm-hmm. she has like gray nail polish. Well, like, she bows out. Everyone else is is working all night, and yeah. she's like, "I got to deal with my emotions." So yeah, yeah. that's what she, she took a bubble bath. That. So she, she did her nails. Her nails. Yeah, guys, and, have and, you yeah. never had an emotional breakdown? Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? And then because in in uh, surprise, she does not have a nail polish on. But then yeah. in the flashbacks and innocence of them having sex, she has the great yeah. nail polish. Oh, <laughs> it was weird. like continuity. Guys, you couldn't have like taken the nail polish off for those three shoes? Or just cut the sex scene. We did not I didn't. Did not need more of that. You know what? I was well, so... We had, we, there was like almost zero in the... There was just kissing and then like... And then he wakes up. screen. 
we I, I did not need, need to know what happened. Yeah. I like seriously those noises were so gross. Yeah. And it was like just seeing that like fumbling like it was but not really like it was he, just like like so close you couldn't fumble cuz he didn't want his necklace to do the thing on her. Yeah, he <laughs> should, <laughs> so he's like we got to stay really close. <laughs> it was it was weak. Scrying. That's what it is, right? Scrying when you do the thing with the crystal. Oh yeah, and yeah. Like we got to scry for their location. Yeah. Cool. Um. Um. Yeah. So then Buffy has a dream. She goes to confront Jenny Calendar in her classroom, and Buffy walks in all business, like yeah. serious power walk in. And Jenny Calendar looks up at her and has the biggest shit eating grin on her face. And I was like, Why is this a moment for like a big happy smile? Because she's happy to see Buffy is okay and and awake. I guess because Buffy she, was so emotional. She's oh, before. I see. Yeah, she's like, Oh, you're back. But yeah. she was just so. It was like the biggest smile I think I've ever seen on Jenny Calendar's face as Buffy's like mad walking into the room and then like throws her against the desk mm-hmm. in front of all the other students. It felt very. I was like, Man, if I were Jenny Calendar and I saw Buffy stomping towards me in that way like i would i don't know but i think she also her whole reaction to that whole scene is she feels horrible about what she's done yeah oh totally so i think that especially also why does she feel bad i wouldn't feel bad she could have warned buffy oh like don't have sex with him but she doesn't here's the she knows here's the i'm worried if he's happy something's gonna happen like she could have been open she lied to everyone she lied to giles she lied to buffy yeah i think it's more uh, the lying yeah it's just the like She's has a secret identity. She didn't tell yeah. any of them about. I don't really understand why Giles is in the room while Jenny's like teaching a class, other than for him to learn at the same time that Buffy. Yeah, d- yeah. it would have made more sense if he followed Buffy in. Yeah, yeah I think like, it was. He was like, "Where are you going?" And she's like, "I've got business to take care of." And he's like, "I guess I should come." Yeah, <laughs> and then, but they're just hanging out, having a little moment. Yeah, um, in front of the class. In front of the class. Yeah. Um, and then Giles, like, as he's figuring it out that Jenny's been lying to him, he, like, in his little Gilesy way, takes off his glasses. Yeah. And then he just, like, stares her down. And, oh, and she, doesn't she, like, Buffy's like, I need you to get out of here. And then she's like, uh, but, but. And then Giles is like, yes, you should get out. And it's like, that's the ultimate. Yeah. I mean, of course he's going to take the side of his slayer. Yeah. Well, and at that moment, he's hurt because he's the woman d- that betrayed. he's, like, dating is lying to him, too. Plus his daughter just fucked. Yeah. yeah. His daughter did just fuck. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, it was because that's the moment where like he figures it out that like Buffy and Angel had sex, and mm-hmm. Giles is just standing there in the background. And he's like staring at the floor. I feel like in a very realistic way, yeah. what yeah. you would do if you were had a teenage daughter and you were faced mm-hmm. with that conversation, yeah, you'd just be like, uh, super awkward. Yeah, no, he's so good at those like small reactions. Yeah. like mm-hmm. that's so good. Like even when he's in the back, he's acting up yeah. a storm. Yeah, he's great. So we already talked about the army stuff, so then they get back with the weapon, and they figure out, of course, they're at the mall. Yeah. Which I is... I did not wh- jump to that. That was weird. I mean... Especially because... I really would have liked it if they went to the wrong place first, and yeah. they were like, okay, let's try this other place. Well, that would be such like, a funny... He was like, if I was going to line up, this is where I would do it. I think that I was wh- like, are they going to Disneyland? I think yeah. they were supposed to be at the movie theater at the mall. Okay, because they're all waiting in line. Yeah, and so like you would wait in line for a movie, which... But Some like, people do. Yeah. But I feel like, I guess back in the 90s you did. I mean, because I, I waited in line for Spice World. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. But I feel it's like we not, would show up late. I don't think we not, would wait in line for a movie. It's not the first thing I think of, though. When I think of, like, people waiting in lines. I mean, now I think of UCB. 
Oh, yeah. But I mean, okay. The DMV. Yeah. I could, that would have been... <gasps> that would have been so much better. Oh my gosh. And you could have, like, tried to burn some DMV people yeah. and be like, there's no humanity. In yeah, that. that would be really <laughs> funny. That would be funny. <laughs> they could have done that. Oh, my God, guys. Well, let's just rewrite this episode. Missed I opportunity. feel like they just, like, got a mall location. Yeah. And they were like, guys. And the mall is a great place to murder a bunch of people. Because yeah. people are not really paying attention. They're wandering around. They're a diverse group of people. Yeah. Yeah. Diverse group of white so, people. I, I really, think there's some black people got murdered. <laughs> I like how also as they're like fighting, which is sort of an anticlimactic fight scene. Like the judge yeah. is not the big bad, as you were saying. But uh, again, the Scoobies like, she like pulls out the rocket launcher, started mm-hmm. to go. She's like, get down. They all hide behind a glass cabinet. Yeah. Like they keep doing that this season. They keep hiding behind glass things. And I'm like, was this because... You wanted as a, to be able to see them and see them, like, cowering in fear or whatever. But I'm like, guys, glass is not a good thing to hide behind. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in this case, she knew she was going to shoot the rocket launcher away from where they were. Yeah. So, like, like they're re- they, like blow they back, kind of I mean. didn't even have to get down, probably. Yeah, I mean, she didn't get down. Yeah, she, she didn't get down. up there like a badass. And as much as it's... I understand what you're saying in terms of anticlimax, but I feel like it it is better than what you... Are expecting. Yeah. I oh, feel it's, like it's playing with your expectations. It's showing you why Buffy is better than every other Slayer that's ever lived. Yeah. Because they it, would never even think. Right. She, under she like, reads between the lines that no weapon forged means, hey, back then technology wasn't as good. Well, but that was Xander. Xander. That was Xander had the idea. thought. Which is, I mean, I guess that also makes her different because she has friends. Right. Yeah. She works with people. Yeah. She's um, not a loner. Plus, it gives us that wonderful moment where she's, like, about to fire the weapon, and, like, Angel and Drew both jump away. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then he just goes, what's that do? Yeah. That was pretty great. <laughs> then it blows him up into a million pieces that Oz, like, doesn't want to touch. Yeah. yeah. Arm. Arm. I wouldn't want to touch it either. He saw it strangle Buffy, right? Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. see it strangle Buffy? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, We also have in that, I think it's supposed to be, like, theme or something, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we... Because of the fire of the rocket launcher, mm-hmm. we get to have another fight in the another scene in the rain for Angel yeah. and Buffy. Well, so like usually it's like two lovers kissing in the rain, but now it's like two lovers having fisticuffs in the rain. Yeah, I thought it was definitely a throwback to like the rain brought them inside to have sex in the first place. Then he like loses his soul back out into the rain, and then, and then these sprinklers that just never shut no, off. So strong too, so very strong much sprinklers. sprinklers. And they also <laughs> jumped in a an ocean together. There's a lot but they of dried water. Off really fast. <laughs> There's a lot of water yeah. happening in uh, what appears um, to not be a very wet place yeah. until now. Um, I, yeah, certainly not anymore. I do like how they're all <laughs> the drought. The drought. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know we're going through a really bad drought. <laughs> they're all like preparing to go fight the judge or whatever. So like Xander got up in the morning and decided to put on that bright like orange Hawaiian shirt to be like, yeah, this is my killing <laughs> shirt. This is my rocket <laughs> launcher shirt. judge fighting shirt. Yeah, which yeah. <laughs> like you couldn't pick like a more broody shirt. I also, don't know. Um, Cordelia's reflective silver jacket oh, that, that she wears into the army base because she was supposed to look slutty with this. like her she has that headband yeah with the oh, jewels in it. Yes. What a look. It's a look. <laughs> um, I did like that when um, Angelus and Buffy are having their big final confrontation. He's like, you know you want it. Yeah. He's doing a little blurred lines at her. He is. Oh, my God. He is. You're so right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think my favorite moment of the episode, though, is when it, 
they stumble upon dead creepy uncle dude. Which, mm. by the way, how does Angel know where that dude is or that he should kill him? I bet that dude is staying. I bet that dude is staying under the name Mr. Gypsy. Like that guy <laughs> is not hiding himself. He's so arrogant yeah. that he, yeah. like I just felt he, like that was a weird. His like, last name is Kalandra or whatever. whatever. Mm. Or Romanoff. <laughs> Romanoff. <laughs> um. But so he kills him and he like writes in blood on the wall. Yeah. Was it good for you too? Yeah. And then Giles is like, he's just trying to make it harder on you. Mm-hmm. And Buffy's like, he's not. He's making it easier. It was like such a great moment because you're like, this is exactly what he did to Drew. And it yeah. fucked her up. Mm-hmm. But Buffy is not Drew. Like Buffy's a much stronger yeah. person. She's for being an angsty 16 year old girl. Like she's a grown up. Like she can handle this shit. You know, yeah. Like yeah. she uses it to fuel herself to kick him in the balls. And to like, it's interesting that she's able to intellectualize it, too, to be like, okay, this means that he certainly is not the angel yeah. that I knew before. Like, I mean, we'll see how well she deals with it later, but... Right, but she says but, in yeah. that scene, I'm going to kill him. Yeah. yeah. And she's, she's not wishy-washy about it. She's not no. like, oh, I'll trap him until we can figure out how to save No, 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 no. She's not no. talking about saving mm-hmm. him. She's talking about killing him. Mm-hmm. Which is a change, because the first scene with Jenny Calendar, she says, figure out how to save him, or yeah. how to turn it back. But no, she's ready to kill him. Mm-hmm. Well, she's not quite ready. Yeah. I mean, she says closer. she is. Yeah. She needs well, a little bit of time. She's a little bit more time. She's getting there. Yeah. Um, and then we get the final scene of Buffy and her mom on the couch. Yeah, yeah, with those little socks. Oh, my gosh. Where she is such a weird thing to notice. But she's drinking out of this weird, like, peach sort of, like, rainbow mug. Uh-huh. That in surprise, Giles is drinking out of that same mug in the um, in the library. Giles? So I was like, okay, zero props budget? Or, like, sneaky, like, Giles with stand okay, over maybe, with Okay, maybe it says somewhere, like, on the other side by the hand. It says, Sunnydale High Readathon. Or something. Okay, everyone has it. So everyone got one. Maybe. Because I just noticed the mug in surprise because I was like, yeah. that's like a really weird pastel mug yeah. for Giles to have. Yeah. And then when Joyce had it, I was in my house being like, same mug, same mug. That's oh funny. my God. Yeah. I think there was some clandestine. Right. Tippy toeing around. I also thought it was weird that Joyce, like she apologizes for serving, for not being able to make a cake. She could only make Cupcakes? Two cupcakes. She bought cupcakes. She bought cupcakes, but you know where they sell cu- cupcakes? What else do they sell? Cakes. Okay, so she's like, I didn't have time for to do a cake. I think, but she she's was... also a day late. Yeah, which yeah. she does not acknowledge. That's no. true. And like, her daughter's obviously like not feeling great, uh-huh. and she's like, let's watch a really sappy romantic movie. Mm. Well, but she doesn't know why. She, like, and maybe they've watched that movie a thousand times. Maybe, maybe it's their yeah. like go to movie. Yeah, but then she it seemed like the kind miss. of movie you watch with your mom. Yeah, but, like, if I'm watching White Christmas with my mom, she goes to make cocoa because I order her out of the room, as I do. <laughs> On your day after your birthday. Yeah, mother. And then she comes back. She would say something like that, and then I would say something like, like oh, this just happened. Right, because her answer is also not helpful. Yeah. Like, she doesn't actually it's give just her pl- mom It's a platitude. Yeah. It's just like, what did I miss? Oh, you missed some singing and dancing. Yeah. I might say, oh, you missed that one lady looking really skinny. It was so yeah. angsty. <laughs> she looks so skinny yeah, in that scene, did. and you're just like, oh my god, where are your organs? <laughs> okay, it, true story. That girl from White Christmas like died from anorexia. Oh, she so did. She is so super she is sick. Tiny. Yeah, yeah, it's not oh. good. I mean, she's she sings really well, and or she sings okay, but she dances she really dances well. She dances really well. Sorry, it's guys. a great movie. This is a White Christmas podcast now. Just yeah, like that. Welcome to sisters. <laughs> um. Uh, oh, it's. Emo Buffy is so emo at the end oh when she's like, I'll god. just let it burn. Oh my god. I was like, oh boy, Buffy. But I, okay, 
it was a little all boy, but I liked that she was leaning on her mother and letting her mother oh, comfort her, which yes. she has in other times, you know, gone. I mean, She'll go in a room and then go out the window and yeah. then go into the graveyard. Well, because I feel like this is not Buffy, like, having to deal with the world on her shoulders. This is Buffy, the 16-year-old girl mm-hmm. who just fucked the boy that she liked for the first time yeah. and it didn't go well. Like, yeah. that's, she needs her mom. It was a, it was such an angsty line, though. That line was angsty. Burn. Like, oh, speaking of... My uh, mom also wouldn't let it burn. She would be like, what you talking about? And then she would no, no, it out. I was just like, I feel like, one, I would never, like, cuddle on the couch with my mom like no, that. No, me neither. And, like, two. No, it, you wouldn't put your head on your mom's shoulder when you're sad? No. no never. I don't do that. No, especially not as a teenager. No. no. You would just, if you're crying and she's there and she's trying to comfort you, you no, sit No, my mom wouldn't try to comfort me. I, would just I don't understand. Crying. But your mom loves you. Uh, so, like, she doesn't. Yeah, I would bet, I, I can't tell you, I'd have to watch, like, old footage or whatever, but I, I would bet there's, like, a five-year span of my teenage years where neither of my parents touched me at all, because I'm sure I was just so angsty and just, like, Ugh. Okay, so when you mentioned looking at old footage, <laughs> are you secretly on the Truman Show? What do you mean? <laughs> Look at old footage. <laughs> you didn't say, like, call my sister or, like, a third person who was there. You're, like, go through the files. Yeah. <laughs> Just get through the files. Yeah, I videotape every moment of my life. Can you I guys mean, not do that? Is that a weird thing to do? I think it was. I was. I definitely went through angst with my mom. But yeah, like you lean on your mom when you're, you know. I, it sad. rang true to me in the show. It's like a yeah. moment that a teenage girl would do. I was just not that teenage girl. Um, Same and with I me. think if I had been in a similar kind of situation yeah. and my mom had presented me with a birthday cupcake and I'd been like, I'm just going to let it burn. She would have been like, no, you're not. Yeah. You're going to eat the cupcake or you're not. Like, we're not just going to leave a candle to ruin the cupcake. It's a waste of a perfectly good dessert. Though we do get Joyce's face in that moment. She sees like, oh, shit, something yeah. is wrong with my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she know she doesn't like blow it off. She's not like, oh, yeah, let it burn. That sounds fun. She's like, ooh, I gotta yeah, go she, back to work and she so lets, I don't have to deal with this shit anymore. Yeah. I'm gonna get back to that art gallery. <laughs> like, she, her brows are definitely knit. Like, she's worried. Um, yeah, I under, I saw it and I was like, okay, that's very sweet for Buffy that she has that with her mom. But as a teenager, if something was bothering me, I would not be downstairs with my mom. I would be up, like, I would okay, be like, on your birthday, something's bothering your mom. Says, I made a cake. You, she has to bring it to you upstairs. You're not going to come down. Oh yeah, no. I feel like I would have like eaten it two days later when I was like, yeah. Oh, man. It would like if my mom made a cake. I hope I never have daughters like well, you. Guys. Okay, <laughs> if my mom had made a cake, which I don't, that would not have happened. But if she did, she bought you a cupcake. Yeah. Okay. So let's say she bought me a cupcake and bought herself a cupcake and bought herself a cupcake. There's uh, two cupcakes obviously. on the little plate. I would have been like, I don't know. I would have eaten it, but I would have hidden any feelings of feeling bad. Like, my mom would not know that I was sad about anything yeah. personal in my life. So I would have just been like, okay, great. Um, thanks. Yeah, and I would have been like there. Buffy where she could tell my, my foot what I was feeling, but I didn't, like, tell her the, de- you know. Yeah. She didn't know why I was morose on my birthday or whatever. Yeah. You would have done that 16-year-old thing when you pretend, like, you're pretending everything is fine, but you really want everyone to notice. Because you want to seem strong. Sort of. I mean, I am certainly, it was that way with my friends. I think with my mom, like, because she, now she knows more about my life than she did. Like, I didn't just tell her everything. Yeah. So, like, it would be like, oh, I'm sad. And she'd be like, okay, you want to eat a cupcake and watch Homicide Life on the Street? We watch a lot of Homicide oh, Life cool. on the Street. Very fun. Like, <laughs> be like, what I miss? Just the murder. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, like, yeah, I didn't, she wasn't a confidant, but I also wasn't, 
But she was a supportive mother that was there. Sort of. Or like I was willing to absorb her comfort because you got to get it where you can get it, girl. Yeah. Yeah. I also think it was nice because we just came off that scene with her and Giles where they had a much more frank conversation about it. Um, I wrote, Giles is such a good dad to Buffy. Like he's, he's really good for her. I did think it was weird how he was like, you want me to like feel bad for you. I Mm -hmm. I don't. You would like have my respect or something. I was Mm -hmm. like, he's like. But all of this happened because she fucked her boyfriend. And yeah. he's like, you have my respect. He, but I think he does respect. But it's true. Like, as a, as a person, it was a nice speech. I just felt like that was a weird thing to say within the context of the what's actually going on. Yeah, I don't know. I think, again, because also the rash thing doesn't really work if you think of it just in context of whether yeah, they slept that's together. True. It's like, I think he's trying to reaffirm his support for her. Yeah. He says, you have my support. Yes. He says, I'm, you want, I, if you want me to pity you, I can't do that, but you have my support. Like, I, I, I liked, I liked his, what he said to her, um, except for the rash thing was a little weird, but, um, and I liked that they were both able to be just like at level zero with each other. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And just be like open and vulnerable with each other. Right. Well, and Giles just lost his girlfriend too. Yeah, they're both feeling kind of bad. They're both have like they should he, they should invite Giles in for a cupcake. Okay, what just happened uh-huh. to Giles is a very different level yeah. of what just yeah. happened to Buffy. Like he found out, guys. Oh my god! Oh my god! Friend <laughs> <Brian is> me. Because <laughs> he finally opened up. He had wild times in his twenties. He murdered someone. He's closed down his heart for years. Yeah, and he and- finally pried it open just a little. And he got burned again. Well, okay. What I have to say about that is that he is a grown adult man. So he has the emotional facilities to, like, be able to handle, like, okay, this woman lied to me. To feel he's been burned before. So he knows that feeling. Buffy has never been burned before. Right. He's 16 turning 16 going on 17. And has, She's 17. She's 17. <laughs> huh. I was just wondering about the significance of her turning 17, and then they're like, okay, now she can fuck Angel. Because that's not the age of consent. It is in some places, right? Maybe. Um, That's why. I think... I think it is if if the other person is, like, 18 or 19. Yeah. The, the like... And we've talked about the sexual politics of the show. Yeah. A lot. But there's no real way. There's no age that she could be under... Under five, yeah. honestly, yeah. where she's ready for that. Well, and I feel like or there's appro- there's no age where it being her first time is ever appropriate. Even with if she's twenty five, yeah. it's not. That shouldn't be her first time. No, not with someone so experienced. Now I'm picturing a like alternate season where he's like, "Okay, go fuck that guy." Yeah, <laughs> then we can get it. Oh my god, he's like, "Look, I know you think Sanders a big goof, but I think he'd be really nice to you." And it would oh, be he both would of be. Your- oh, no. who's no. she gonna sleep with? Owen. We- uh, you know what? With Oz. Xander, with okay, sorry, Willow. Oz would be good. With Xander, it would be too much like weird, um, like uh, lack of self confidence mixed with like worship. He would make mixed so with- many jokes, so many like, jokes. during Ew. during. That's what I'm saying. Sorry, I didn't make that clear. During he would make so many jokes, and they would all fall flat. And Buffy would just be like, can this be over, please, in her mind? But she couldn't say that because he's her friend. Well, oh. I'm just saying, like, who else at Sunny? I mean, there's, you know, they meet random boys in certain episodes, but they don't tend to make it through those episodes. I think she should have slept with a guy at the frat house. Yeah. 
like the reptile guy. The yeah. Reptile. Wait, that which one? one? The weird like passive aggressive I'm in charge of everyone or the big brute who like sees her and goes new girl (laughs) she should have fucked that guy yeah she should have fucked that guy guys I'm kidding by the way don't fuck that guy (laughs) don't don't fuck that guy okay you know what or fuck that guy it's cool you be you yeah if you want to fuck that guy I don't know I don't know that I really okay that guy deserves love if if you're an adult and we're friends I'll probably always say to you yeah fuck who you want to fuck but if you're 16 no okay be, be picky yeah like make Okay, good but, decisions. Okay, but maybe don't fuck Oz if you're like best friends hung up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For different reasons, maybe don't fuck Oz. Like, just maybe like to be a good person, don't fuck the person that your friend has a chance of getting over <laughs> okay, the person. There's that not she's... enough boys on the show. What That's are we supposed to saying. do? That's what I'm saying. Who else is she supposed to fuck? That's why I proffered up Xander. I bet there's a cute bartender at the bronze. Oh, so he, he's are probably we older too. <gasps> what about yeah. the lead singer of the Dangos? Oh, the guy that um, Cordelia. The, yeah, you know what? No, be... Cordelia's been there. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> I um, guys, I read because I was trying to find like old uh, message boards, like when the, the show originally aired, and there weren't any this far back. But like mm-hmm. starting like third season, there was. And Joss used to go on a lot of them and, like, respond. Oh, cool. And Something one of the Joss. ones I read was he, someone asked him straight up, is Cordelia a virgin? And he's like, I don't know. I think about it often. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Joss Whedon. Awesome. Joss, Joss Whedon is a middle-aged man who spends a lot of time thinking about the sexual antics of a 16-year-old yeah. girl. Yeah. 17-year-old girl. 17. Yeah. It's uh, legal. <laughs> All right. So we are now about, yeah. we're a little bit over halfway through the second season. Yeah. Things have definitely taken a turn. We've met our big bad. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about where we are? I'm excited because I'm I'm really excited to see more Bad Angel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bangel. Is that what people call Buffy and Angel? Yeah. Oh, never mind. I was like, I feel like they call him Angelus. <laughs> okay, I'm excited to see. Bad Angel. I'm excited to see more. Um, Angelus. Um, also just to see the power dynamic between like him and Spike and like how they maneuver Drusilla. Um, and just to kind of see more of Buffy growing and becoming more of an adult and coming to terms with what it not only means to be a slayer, but to be like now an adult slayer. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'm excited to see more Angel because, or more Angelus because he's so much fun. He is super fun. Um, I'm excited for like the Willow and Oz thing to keep going because he's super cute. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like it's good. More Spike and Drew stuff. Good coming up. Less shiny red wheelchair. <coughs> because he paints it purple. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Spike. Listen, <laughs> I'm sorry. You can judge all you want, but the heart. The puss wants what it wants. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look, um, I'm not trying to say that we I wouldn't fuck Angel too. I'm just he saying. Could be there. Spike in a duster shows up on Guys, my doorstep. We cut all of that out. <laughs> Did we? <laughs> I don't know. I not know if we cut out that part. People can fantasize about him in a duster. People can fantasize. Okay, Ryan, I want oh, to cut out. out. I think it was the subtext of that. Right. People, you should fantasize about whatever you want. Don't worry about my judgment. It's more a me thing than a you thing. <laughs> you don't um, have to take. You don't have to take. The onus isn't on you. Um. <laughs> uh, this is Vanel Mouthy. <laughs> Vanessa, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, no, not really. Sorry, guys. No. Just like Buffy. 
watch Buffy. Yeah. It's a good show. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Oh, it was thanks such for a pleasure me. to have you. Thanks for having me back, you guys. It's always a blast. Um, Our episodes next? Um, oh, our next episodes are Phases and Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered. Yay. Yay. Okay. Um, thanks so much for tuning in, you guys. And we will catch up with you next week. Bye. Bye. The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com.